Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What if I told you I found you a perfect match? Chosen by science, but you had to marry them right this second. You would tell me, well, that sounds pretty whack. And I would add you having weeks to know if you really love them. You just got married at first sight. Jason and Asia gonna tell you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to A Perfect Match, a Married at First Sight podcast, where we talk about this lovely show that just keeps bringing us back every week with some uh, very entertaining content. I'm Asia, and I'm here with my co-host, who I very nicely asked to wear a shirt. I know we're not on video, but please wear this shirt I bought you. It would just mean a lot to me if you wear this shirt. But he decided he's only going to put it on for the pre-show. As soon as we started the podcast, he took it off and changed to a different shirt. Changed it to a black shirt. It's Jason Reed. How are you? Uh, Asia, I'm good. I just, you know, when you buy me something that I didn't ask for, it, you're just putting this responsibility on me. And I just, I can't take it. It's just so against what Jason does. Like, Jason <laughs> doesn't wear that stuff. You know what I mean? That's not Jason's style. Jason does what Jason wants to do. Okay. That's just not Jason. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, this, this, this episode, this episode <laughs> felt like I was, I had everything set up on the board. Like I was going through my little game. I was having fun. And so I just walked through the room and just took the board and just flipped it upside down. And was like, how you like that? <laughs> Just I don't know what what got into these people to, uh, in this episode. It's just it just, everybody went crazy. 
Right. It's it honestly. It's like what what is happening? How did we get here? How did we land here? I was just I did I don't you know, I walked in not knowing what to expect. You know, I was just like, oh, you know, they're getting deeper, maybe talking about love or whatever based on like the description of the episode. And I did not expect any of this. Nothing. I I was like, you know, we're, this, I, I was like, this is probably like a filler episode. It's like yeah. an in-between episode. Um, I realized we were going to meet uh, the new doctor lady. I was like, oh, that's going to be nice. And it's just like, everybody just decided to show, like, I saw a bunch of asses today. Like, everybody's trying <laughs> to show their ass. Like, what happened? The whole thing. It, they didn't, they didn't just, it wasn't just like a crack. They showed us their whole behind the, the Every- pants around the ankles like <laughs> yeah. like no partial just everything like i'm seeing i'm seeing ass i'm seeing like the back of legs like they just showing everything like why <laughs> am i seeing your hamstring right oh my gosh oh my goodness strong yeah calves, no strong calves <laughs> right i i legit like one of my friends was coming over last night for the, ep- or not for the episode, but just to like stay over. And I was like, yeah, we can watch Big Brother and then we'll watch Married at First Sight real quick. And then we can watch the challenge. Huge night ahead of us. She's never seen Married at First Sight. And she happened to be there while I was watching it. It took me two and a half hours to watch this episode <laughs> because I just kept pausing. Kept and you your job off the floor. Like, <laughs> It's not she, usually like this, I promise. She like just Justin says something like really sweet. She's like, oh, he's sweet. I paused it. No, what you need to <laughs> know explain. is you need background. <laughs> I literally caught her up on the entire previous eight episodes trying to get through this episode because oh my gosh. So can't I can't wait to talk about it. Episode nine, season 15. Um, but before we get started. Make sure y'all go and subscribe to our Love at First Sight feed. Make sure you subscribe, rate it, and review. Leave us some reviews. We've been, our reviews have been dry. We've had we've had a drought uh, of reviews for uh, for of uh, five star reviews for uh, a good while now. It's been a little over a month. What's going on, guys? You don't, right. you don't love us anymore. Like, I mean, as <laughs> as one of my favorite new poets uh, would say, your five star reviews are like an oasis in the <laughs> desert. Come on, we like to hear the feedback, like to hear that you guys are loving the show. That's like water. Yeah, that's, that's the water we need. In the oasis. It's our nourishment that we need while we're walking through this desert of season 15. We need some <laughs> encouragement in the form of your great reviews. Uh, we miss reading your fantastic reviews on the podcast, so uh, if you've been waiting, if you've been like, I'm going to get, I'm only going to review them when they really, really want me to. <laughs> this is the time. Pick up your, pick up your phone. It's very easy. Very simple. Leave us a nice five-star review and we'll read it here on the podcast uh, next episode. Yes, we definitely will. But you know where we have been receiving some love? Where? <laughs> In, In our Facebook, Facebook group. <laughs> That was flawless <laughs> in our, our Facebook group. Okay. <laughs> Make sure that y'all go join our Facebook group. If you are looking for someone to talk about this show with, that is the place you can find us at a perfect match podcast. And we are having a lot of fun in there. We have officially reached 215 members in the Facebook group. So y'all, y'all are missing out. If you're not a part of the Facebook Facebook group, and that's a perfect place. Like if you're listening to this and you disagree with us about something, 
take it to the Facebook group. There's some, probably a couple people who agree with you. <laughs> a couple. <laughs> we'll find somebody there to agree with your opinions, even if they are not good. <laughs> No, there's something for everybody out there. We talk about the show. We talk about, uh, you know, uh, just suspicions throughout the week for the next episode or recapping the last episode. So definitely just go go join us. Um, Make sure that when you do join, you enter a password, which we're about to give you, and you agree to the group rules that we are, are spoiler free. So as far as the password, this week, I was thinking. Okay. We 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 stopped talking about this before show. We're, we're coming up with it on the fly. What you, what you got? Uh, t-shirt. T-shirt. That's 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 too easy. Um, Anyone can guess it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's t-shirt. How about like not inauthentic or something like that? <laughs> or just like don't call me inauthentic. Not. Let's go. Yes. Let's go. Don't call me inauthentic. You heard it here, folks. The password this week is don't call me inauthentic. It's also nice getting these uh, Facebook group requests. And then you see like the password is steamy showers. Yes. 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 (laughs) (laughs) It's a nice way to track that people are going back. And, uh, you know, if they haven't listened to previous episodes, they're catching up or they're catching up on the show and the podcast. So. We love, we love to, even if you're here listening, you know, maybe you're listening to episode one of the podcast, but maybe you wouldn't be listening to this for nine more weeks. Either way, we appreciate it. For sure. So let's get started because we have, we, we have quite a bit to talk about. Um, <laughs> we're going to start with a couple that we already have lots of thoughts about. We already started talking about them pre-show, but we're, we're going to talk about them now. Kristen and Mitch. <laughs> mm. You seem like you had a thought. No, uh, go, go ahead. I'll, I'll get. I'll yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I just. <laughs> I, so, we were everybody. We were rooting for you, Mitch. <laughs> I stuck up for you last week. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll, I'll get yeah, my. You had nothing to say. Time. Nothing yeah, to say. Yeah. I'll try to keep it in. <laughs> right. So we start out with. Uh, we got a little segment of a uh, Luna is humping the bed, which I honestly did not know that female dogs did that. Are, are you telling me that Pepper is never, uh, you know, into, you know, intimate with her inanimate <laughs> objects around the house? Never, not once. So I was like, I think she's just smart enough to not let you see it. <laughs> does it in private? Okay. Luna Maybe. does not care who sees it. Luna's uh-uh. like, I'm out here. I don't care who's here. Y'all about right. to see this. Right. I love this bed. I yeah. really love it. <laughs> so um Kristen is kind of sitting at the kitchen, kind of like at the bar while Mitch is in the kitchen preparing some food. He's really focused on this vinaigrette that he's preparing. And she asked him how his day was. And he's like, oh, I got a new role at my job. And so I'm kind of teaching like the air <laughs> uh, new things. I was like, I've never, I, have never thought that about the person coming into the role that would be coming behind me. You know? That's how regal Mitch thinks he is <laughs> and, and his position and just his life. Life in general. So um, he asked her about like her goals. Like, what are your goals in life ultimately? And she was like, I just want to like right now, I just want to focus on us. 
focus on having some babies sometime soonish. Um, I do want to get to the point of not working for a company. I want to like, you know, be my own boss. We find out that she has her California real estate license. So she's like, you know, I eventually want to start flip houses after we have babies. Automatic Mitch face. Like, (laughs) soon as she said it, Mitch face. Never did I think that this would like prompt a reaction. Well, here's the thing about Mitch. No matter what she said, he was going to find Mm-hmm. The environmentally unfriendly thing about <laughs> whatever she said and make a thing of it. Let's say she she could have said, after we have babies, I want to start like a a blanket business where I like knit all these different blankets. And he would have been like, What like do you expect to just where are you gonna get the yarn? <laughs> what kind of material is the yarn? Are you gonna get it from a sustainably, you know, uh I don't even know what the words would be. Are you gonna, <laughs> right. Is it going to be sustainable material? Is it going to be recycled material? What's it going to be? Yeah, are they going to only be able to use the blanket once? <laughs> he's he just yeah he's totally prepared to always think, and that's why he's pr- always prepared to think that she's not thinking how he's thinking. So he needs to voice what his problem with is. So okay, in this situation, so he's what when she says, "Okay, I want to flip houses," he was like making his vinaigrette he was bending down being all theatric putting like some spices in it and she's like well she stops talking she's like well are you taking this seriously because obviously it doesn't look like he's listening and um and then he continues he's like yeah, yeah yeah i'm listening she's like okay i want i would love for it to have some type of sustainability element to it mind you this is a sentence she did not have to include she's only thought. doing that for him yes she's like literally. i'm gonna take an existing house <laughs> And I'm going to make it for a new family. Right. And we can even make it a sustainable edge to it just to get you on board. Right. You're cool with it. And you couldn't even like give her that. Like you yeah. were like, no, no, it's, it's evil, evil. <laughs> right. He literally says, okay, here's my thing. I think that only the rich can afford houses because right now housing prices are just going up and driving a bunch of people out. And, you know, sustainability crosses a lot of paths with social justice. And so I just think it's, you know, it's not right to be driving all these people out. And I just think it only benefits the rich. And Kristen just immediately kind of like shut down because who wouldn't? Right. I mean, how many emails do you think Mitch writes to HGTV? Like, because <laughs> that is like 95% of that network is like flipping houses. Honestly. And it's like... <laughs> I mean, I know they're definitely going to I'll get into this when we, they talk more about it. But just in this initial conversation, he wasn't even willing to just hear out. Oh, so do you like he didn't even ask, do you like designing? Like what what's your passion about wanting to flip houses? Because to me, flipping houses is I am buying an older house that needs remodeling and I will remodel it, remodel it and sell it. Whereas he immediately hears flipping houses and thinks big corporations, mass gentrification, driving people out in droves, and that that Kristen singularly will do that after they have kids. I mean, listen, y'all live in San Diego as it is. There ain't a lot of poor people like buying houses. The house market in San Diego is insane anyway. Like right. Uh, so this was the starter conversation. Kristen is annoyed by this because at this point she's realizing there's nothing she's going to be able to say 
without him having this element in the conversation. Yeah, for sure. Um, so they're eating at their apartment and she's like, okay, let's talk about love. And he's like, you know, I've loved in the past, but I don't think that I've ever been in love. I'm just a confused young boy. Mitch, you <laughs> sir, are 41. As our, as our previous guest, Mari said, sir, you are 41 years old. You are not a young anything. <laughs> all like does he think that that's like a cute quality to be like i'm a confused young boy so immature i don't act my age (laughs) uh and so kristen points out that she's like i fall in love a lot more easily than you do um and my last stint at love ended pretty catastrophically which was the the engagement that well she said know. the last couple have ended catastrophically so I'm yeah not, that's what I'm <laughs> I want to know the story there right um and then we find out from Mitch that he hasn't thought about marriage or like a long term relationship until recently he's come around to thinking like oh it's it would be a good thing which makes me very interested in how what just kind of like how he's dated. You know, like, what is his yeah. dating history? What are the details? And so, like, are they more casual? Because I would think that's the case. Yeah, I mean, he did say he has mentioned in the past that he has been celibate himself for a year and a half, but not by choice. <laughs> yeah. So it just makes me think, like, Mitch is going around doing this stuff and really, like, turning off women. Like, mm-hmm. It's like, okay, he may go on one date and he does this type of stuff to this one date. And everybody's like, okay, thanks. Uh, yeah. We'll call you again. They're um, like, they sit down at dinner and they the the wait, waitress brings the waters and then the girl, or the lady that he's on a date with is like, oh, can I get a straw? He's like, you want a straw? You didn't even ask. Was it going to be plastic or paper? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure it's something like that it happens probably about 15 times during dinner. Yeah. And she's just like, all right, uh, I'll I'll talk. To, I'll call you later, and never calls again. <laughs> he does. He does reference like his marriage, his uh, parents' marriage, and their like ugly divorce, mm-hmm. which is like a thing that really like makes him hesitant to go towards love and to go towards uh, possible marriage. A lot of things Mitch said this episode made me kind of like it really opened the door to Mitch and yeah. how he thinks and why he may be the way he is in some aspects. Right. Exactly. I totally agree. We learned so much about him this episode. Um, And he explains a lot, especially the little things that we've seen leading up to this episode. Um, So they both agree that they they both do think that a life living a life married is better than living a life single. Which, you know, everybody has their own perspective on that. But if they if they do agree, then that that is good that they're together. But I just don't know if Mitch truly feels that way. (laughs) Um, So he says that, like, he really thinks that they can make it. And she's like, look, if I think about, like, my ideal marriage, I think we're not that far off from that. Um, Really, really, Kristen? Really? I know. Are you you telling yourself that or are you telling us that? Uh, Who are you trying to convince? Right. Like she she's running a mile. Uh, uh, she's running a marathon and she's a mile in and she's like, I think I'm like not that far off from the finish line. <laughs> I've only been running for like five minutes, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm almost there. I'm super close. 
Um, so then she says, um, she brings up, she was like, you know, there, you know, that I just want to bring up a situation from earlier. You were being super goofy and playful when I was like unveiling my soul about my future. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could be, I could be more attentive. And, um, and he, then they kind of like, they're, they're taught, they, they don't get into the flipping houses of it all, but he's, he brings up how he's like, I do the work that I do. Um, and I could, but I do, it would be odd for me to do the work that I do and ha- live in a huge house and have a really nice car. And she's like, well, I work hard for what I have. And he's like, yeah, but you know, everything in moderation. I want to know what she has in this moment that the, he thinks that she has too much of. I don't know. It's well, I mean, I think it's probably also about the things that she wants to do. Like she wants mm-hmm. to get more money. She wants to buy better things. She wants a better house probably. And he was in, in this conversation. He's like, you know, flipping houses just rose me the wrong way. Cause you know, the, the work that I do, I'm just, I'm so compassionate. <laughs> And you know, I just it, it would be wrong of me. Like, Mitch, like you are you are just so you are just like the pinnacle of compassionate. <laughs> like, get out of here, man. Like Mitch. Mitch He's the Mitch. most compassionate man we'll ever meet, we'll ever see on this show, we'll ever come across. I could only have I could only wish to have half the compassion that Mitch has. Yeah, I, I strive to be as compassionate as Mitch is every day. <laughs> right. But after after he says this, like trying to pre- press his point home about moderation, she chugs her glass of wine. <laughs> it was like, same, Kristen. <laughs> I wonder if after these conversations, like after Mitch goes to bed, she just like looks around. She like walks in the bathroom, just turns the shower on, <laughs> lets the water run. <laughs> just to like get her like... Just get her digs in at Mitch behind his back. She's like, yeah, take that, Mitch. Got all this wasted water. Yeah. She like she, creeps to the thermostat. Goes <laughs> like 65. Takes the takes the, the stuff out of the recycle bin, puts it in the regular trash can. She just laughs when I to herself. Like, <laughs> Got him. Right. I want to know his stance on recycling because he acts like recycling is not uh Recycling's like not high, enough for Mitch. Yes, exactly. Because to point out plastic, I mean, just focus on the end result. Because I think his friend, his friend, last episode pointed out a good point. She was like, "You know, she's not going to be the, on the extreme end like we are." And I think the fact that Mitch has surrounded him himself with people that are like him, he thinks like it's possible that there are other people this way. And so, I would love. I think he. I think his only world that he would be truly happy is with someone else who is like that since it's such, it's 90% of his personality. Mitch just has to find the 0.2% of the population in his area code that is like that. And <laughs> yeah. that's a perfect woman for him. Yeah. But, I mean, that's just part of his, his, his non-compromising stance. Like Mm-mm. he can't even be like, okay, well you can use stuff to make sure it's recyclable material. Yeah. And we'll go about that. But he's like, no, you can't use any of that stuff. Like, <laughs> if you don't use that thing, they'll make one less of that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not really how it works, but okay. <laughs> right. There's going to be one more person on this earth that uh, does use it if, if, if Kristen decides not to. Right. Um, so they, they have a date night. They go do karaoke. Okay. <laughs> Before, before before we get all the way into it, we did have uh, 
someone on the Facebook, Josh Green, uh, Mr. Arhap out of context himself, asked the question, because I, I asked the question in the group. I said, if you have any questions or comments for the podcast or karaoke requests, let us know. <laughs> and Josh wondered, what would be the karaoke songs for the mass men? Oh, now I did take some time, some effort mm-hmm. came up with a list for our current cast men. OK, mm-hmm. the question, I, I didn't have time to get everybody. Maybe, I'll, you know, like maybe on the Facebook group, I'll post the women's songs uh, later. <laughs> so for Justin, you, you might be able to guess this. <laughs> no, we can't have dead air. I'm just going to tell you. OK, no. OK, no. Is it is it an Usher song? No. No. <laughs> what Usher song are you thinking? There goes my baby. Oh, that's a good one because he says baby, they say baby all the time. Yes, I hate that about when these reality couples say baby every other word. I have it's a it's about forced baby. at that point. Yeah, because you you yourself as a married man know the natural use of baby. <laughs> well, see, I don't even use baby. Like I'll use babe. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to use baby. Baby is weird. And especially when you say baby at the end of every other sentence to your significant other, that's trying too hard. That's too much. <laughs> that's how inauthentic, <laughs> Mitch word, how inauthentic the relationship is to me. The more you use the word baby, mm-hmm. the more inauthentic the relationship is. That is a different tangent. Um, <laughs> for Justin, uh-huh. I have Cry Me a River yes. by Justin Timberlake. Okay? That, okay. Justin. For Mitch, I have Earth Song by Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, Perfect. okay, I can see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miguel, I have uh, Crazy by Narles Barkley <laughs> for uh, his wife. Yes. Ben, okay. You have something, you got some, Ben's is, easy, is real easy. Oh. Ben. See, because I, I just, I, when I hear you talk about Ben, all I can think is robot. Yeah. Yeah, you're on you're on the right track. I'm tell just gonna me. tell you. Yes. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Roboto by Sticks. You know, Tomo already got to Mr. Roboto. Mm, okay. That's okay. his song. Uh and for Nate, I have a Rich Girl by Hall and Oates. <laughs> <laughs> so those are the men's karaoke songs. That uh, works. I'll get to work on the women's and maybe post them in the Facebook group later. Yes. Okay. I can't wait to see that. Um, oh my gosh. The f- Mitch, he did some freestyling. Ooh. This was <laughs> this is bad. In the words of a great survivor, Wendell Holland, put down the mic. Yeah, put the put, put down the, the pin, pin down, bro. Put the pin down, bro. <laughs> Stop rapping. Yes. You're not good. You're trash. <laughs> but Kristen liked it. She said he was on beat. He had some nice lyrics. Listen, we saw Kristen dance later. Okay. <laughs> she does not, she does not know <laughs> beats and rhythms. Okay. We can't trust Kristen to, you know, to tell us how good Mitch was. <laughs> it's the Spider-Man me- meme. They're <laughs> both trying to find the beat. <laughs> <laughs> like Alexa said at the at their wedding, find the beat, baby. Find the beat. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Alexis, I did not anticipate her being my current favorite wife, but she is. Anywho. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Is there someone no, else you would have a favorite? No, 
Mine is Kristen right now. Mine is Kristen right now. <laughs> no. She has the blinders on, man. No, she's really just trying to make this thing work. <laughs> she, she doesn't have blinders. She knows. She sees it. She's just trying to convince herself and everyone else that this is a good thing. She knows. She knows. She doesn't have blinders. She's just trying real, real, real hard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, just, I want better for her. But, okay. So, in his rap, he includes he's going to vote these politicians out. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. That was the one line I remember. He references Pastor Cal. He does. And then he references his sex with Kristen and says he hits it from the bleep. <laughs> I don't know what the bleep was. I thought it was like hit it from the back, maybe. Uh-huh. I don't know if they had it to bleep that. But like, oh, like stop, <laughs> stop, stop, stop. Everything about that. I wish they would not have put that in the episode. I really do. I, it, I didn't. It, I mean, as bad as it was, as entertaining as it was, I didn't mm-hmm. need it. And when he said that, Kristen was just stopped. She was like, oh, my God. Just say that. Like, oh, it would have been perfect if they stuck with karaoke, stuck with lyrics that have been, you know, they've been out there. They don't belong to him. But this freestyle was just cringe. Very cringe. And she like... She goes in there. She's like, I'm going to sing a song that I sang on a school play back in the 90s. And I'm guessing that they could not get the rights to this music because right? over her singing, they had to, you know, what did you say the guy's name was that uh, that sings these, that does these songs for these shows? Oh, uh, Litany. Yeah. So they had a Litany song playing over mm-hmm. whatever she was singing because <laughs> they always didn't have the rights to the song. Yeah, that's hilarious. Oh, they gotta gosh. go to San Diego, by the way, and get the, this food that everybody's getting because they had this chicken mm-hmm. in the karaoke room, and I was like, "Oh, I'm hungry now. Like, I need some <laughs> of that, that food." Chicken finger man. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> so uh, they finish the karaoke and sit down. She's like, "Wow, you're fun." Yeah, I had no <laughs> idea. <laughs> You're really just in general mostly a downer. So I was just really surprised that you could have fun. Like I genuinely just had a good time with you. How is that possible? Shocker. Real shocker. Uh, right. So then so then he brings up the conversation about flipping houses. Uh, he says like it triggered certain things with him because, you know, he thinks about everyday people wanting to buy houses and developers coming in and buying houses to flip it. And yes, I, w- I will acknowledge when this happens, when develop big developers come in and do that with neighborhoods. Yes, that is a problem to the neighborhood. But I do not think that that should be in the same conversation with Kristen, who has a real estate license and has a passion to want to flip houses. That does not mean that she's going to go out and be the CEO of one of these big developers and do it in this way. She she explains she just wants to flip a house and help out a family in need who needs to buy a house. They're just buying a nice house that she has just spent her time and energy on. Listen, Kristen and Mitch need to be cast in like a Hallmark like Christmas movie where, you know, the hard to stern real estate developer versus <laughs> the environmentalist who's trying to stop her. And then they fall in love. And end up with, you know, eating s'mores by the fire or something. That's, that's what this reminds me of. Like, there's two opposites trying to make it work. But yes, Kristen is not looking to flip a block and put a bunch of Starbucks <laughs> and like Whole Foods in the neighborhood. She's trying to yeah. find like one house here or there 
right to make some money on like relax bro relax. right just if, if flip if flip it is is triggering if the word flip is triggering because you associate it that way just think about it she's buying an old home she's renovating it and then selling it she should just trick him. Be like, buy his old <laughs> house. They go start moving in. Be like, you know what? This house could really use some work. They must spruce it up, you know, for us. So yeah. we can live here, you know? And then they spruce it up. Be like, you know what? I'm just not feeling this house in this neighborhood. Maybe, I, maybe I'll just sell it. I don't know. Maybe I'll just maybe I'll just sell it and move somewhere else. What do you think? Like, you know, maybe, maybe she has to approach. Like, she has to, like, walk on tiptoes with him. Or, like, yes. really kind of make things. Uh, you know, appeasable for him. So maybe that's what mm-hmm. she'll have to do. Be like, I just, you know, bought this house. This is not for me. I'm going to sell it to somebody else. Maybe at a higher price than I bought it for. Who knows? <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, you know, no guarantee. I just put in $100,000 worth of work into it. But, you know, yeah. we'll see if it works out for me. Yes. So, um, just, so, yes, that's all Kristen wants to do. But here's Mitch explaining to her, he's like, it seems predatory. He's like, and, you know, society kind of, I mean, society hasn't taught us that it's uh, like not ethical. They don't teach it, teach that it's not ethical. And technically it's not illegal. And Chris is like, wait a second, I'm caught up on the legal. Yeah, I mean, basically in this sentence that he just said, he's calling her immoral, unethical Mm -hmm. by doing these things. Like he's calling her a bad person, like an evil person by doing this stuff. Like that's what he's intimating here by saying this. Exactly. So naturally, I mean, I I would have been expressed my feelings to him about this. <laughs> it wouldn't have even made it this far because <laughs> I'm annoyed for her. I can imagine just being her. Um, but she I mean, she says, look, I'm not trying to be a huge corporation. I just want to purchase home, make it uh, livable for a nice family. And she always said that for his benefit. <laughs> yeah, literally. She's like, let me translate this. And she's like, I just want to put a lot of work into something and then get a return for that hard work. Uh, and she's and he's trying to explain his point. She's like, look, the world is full of injustice. He's like, don't that that sounds like a platitude to me. I don't I don't need to hear that, that we're doing everything we can. Talk is cheap. Talk is cheap. <laughs> I don't need you to comfort me. <laughs> Give me all these platitudes. She's like, that's not it at all. He's like, well, it just, it just, it just doesn't seem authentic for you to say that you're an ally or that you agree. I can't get through this. And she's like, okay, do, do not call me inauthentic. Uh, she, we, we saw a side of Kristen that we hadn't seen yet. <laughs> And it was it was coming out. She had to, she had you should see she had to like stop herself, like calm herself down. Yeah, like take a minute and be like, okay, do not call me <laughs> inauthentic ever in your goddamn life, <laughs> sir. Hi, and then he's like. Oh, no, I wasn't calling you off inauthentic. I never said that you are, are inauthentic. Just by saying one thing that you said was inauthentic, that's not <laughs> me calling you inauthentic. She's like, do not gaslight me into thinking that that's not what you were saying. Mr. Puppet Master. <laughs> right. She's like, do not say those things about me. Do not say that it feels uh, inauthentic to hear these things from me. And so, you know. We 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 end on you know that that high point, but basically 
he is all high and mighty about how he feels about the environment. And he thinks anybody who does not feel the exact same way that he does, no matter how accommodating Kristen has been, that they're in the wrong and that he does not need to take the time to understand where they're coming from at all because his way is the right way. Her way is the wrong way. If she doesn't see the right way, then hey, so be it. But I'm going to continue to think what I'm thinking. I think he just doesn't understand that he doesn't have to change his own views to be, be compromising with her, to listen to her, to actually use it as a point not to shoot down every single point that she makes. Oh, it's so frustrating. Yeah, I mean, this is the Mitch we've been seeing, like, all all season, non-compromising. If you're not doing it his way, you're doing it the evil way. You are mm-hmm. killing the planet. Like, Mitch's goal is to save the planet. Like, yeah. that is his life goal. Like, mm-hmm. I want to save the planet. Like, sir, first of all, that's kind of a lofty goal. Mm-hmm. We can all do our little part, but you're not going to, like, save the planet yourself. You can try. Uh, but it's just he's just so righteous and almighty in his thinking that he can't see past himself. Yeah, at all. It's like you cannot save the planet by yourself, Mitch. You need to be have the ability to make friends so it could be a collective effort. But look at you running away the one woman who is committed by all means to be the married one, to you. The one person they found to yeah. put up with your BS. <laughs> And you're going to chase her away? This is your best shot, Mitch. Like, (laughs) bro, what are you doing? Like, anybody else would have been gone by now. But you're just going to drive her away with your nonsense. Mm -hmm. And we haven't even gotten into the most nonsense that Mitch is going to commit in this episode. Exactly. So we get another date with them. uh, Where she has set up volunteering on the beach. They are picking up trash. She has made some veggie wraps. They have some fruit tarts they're eating. This sounds very unappealing. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. First of all, we're going to pick up trash. We're going to sit in the dirty sand. I'm going to have sand in all my clothes after we're done, probably. Then I got to eat some nasty-ass food. (laughs) Not having it. If Mitch is so environmentally friendly, why is he eating animals, by the way? He was eating up that chicken. At the karaoke place, like you don't care, you care about the environment, but you don't care about animals, sir. Right. I, you know, I'm fine picking up trash. I trash. that that part's not unappealing. But I mean, it's unappealing. But I'll do it. <laughs> I want to. Veggie wrap with it. fruit. Who eats a fruit tart on the beach? <laughs> like veggie wraps and fruit tarts. Not like my go-to like food combo. Beach, yeah. I would have had to like draw the line when she's like, Beach let's cuisine. eat some veggie wraps. I'd be like, nope. You see this line of sand right here? This is the line I'm drawing. <laughs> right. They're calling me some Uber Eats around here. You can eat something good. Right. So in the theme of this episode, they continue to talk about something that they were talking about in the previous episode. So she, or previous scene. So she's like, you know, at karaoke, I'm not really sure why things took such a hard t- harsh turn. I feel like I bring a lot to the table and I just don't want you making generalizations about me that are not true. And I just feel like you want me to be different. He's like, no, I'm just, I'm really grateful for you. And she's like, I just want to know that you see my value Overall, not just me setting up this picnic for you. Overall, as a woman, <laughs> I want need to know that you. And she's like, I just need to see that a little more from you. I need to see that you appreciate me. And he's like, what? You know, I didn't really know that she wasn't seeing that. 
It's like, duh, Mitch. Um, and she's just like, look, I just felt like I saw the old Mitch creep back up and I just need to put him back down. <laughs> that was so funny. Like, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of uh, like old Mitch is coming back. The You know, Trump pounds like a tiger and uh, they trying to tell me stuff that's not nice about my myself. So I just want to I just want to put that back down where we, where it was. Like we don't need to see that Mitch anymore. Okay, put that back down in the recycling bin. We don't need it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think I think she's making herself clear as like I need you to appreciate me. Like she says things yeah, like simple. you know you're taking me for granted. Like you're ungrateful for me, which I think in some context would sound. Uh, like pompous or like you know you think you're hot stuff but I really think that he has not said a word to her of like like of good stuff like all, only thing mm-hmm. been, he's been saying out loud he may think good things about her but he's only saying things out loud like you're unauthentic you yeah. are like uh, immoral and unethical but he's not she's not hearing enough of the good things about her and their relationship from him Right. Exactly. And and I feel like it's really not a hard ask. She's not asking him to take the water filtration filtration thing out of the house. She's not asking him this just uh, to, you know, um, buy a bunch of things. She's not asking hard things from him. She's just asking for better display of emotions, especially the fact that they are sleeping together. She's Mm. She just wants a little bit more. And so then we get the most nonsense. I think I I honestly can't remember something that has been more. I don't know, just just that has basically that has been dumber than this. So (laughs) there is a TikTok trend that girls will they will all um, get their husbands or boyfriends the same shirt and they'll all meet up to eat. And then the husbands come in or boyfriends come in. They all have on the same shirt. And it's like, ha, 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 so funny. Y'all are all wearing the same shirt. So that's a thing. It's a trend. has been happening. I've seen plenty of videos. Guys are usually great sports. They all have the shirt on. Never would think that a guy would not be a good sport about this. So... She gives him the shirt. Okay. And he's like, thank you for the, he puts it on. He's like, thank you for the shirt, but I don't think I'm. No, he doesn't even, he doesn't even put it on. He's holding it in his hand. He's oh, like, yeah, you're right. He, he doesn't even have it on. He's like, I, I just don't think I'm aware. It's just not me. It's not me. Uh, it's not, it's not something that Mitch would wear. And she's like, Oh, what? Come on. He's like, uh, no. She's like, just, just wear it. No, I'm not going to wear the shirt. I said, <laughs> like, he starts, <laughs> starts getting like contesty. I like the second time she asked, like, I said, I'm not going to wear it, babe. Right. Sorry. So she's like, hey, okay, can I talk to you in the bathroom? They go in the bathroom. What is this going to do? Like, y'all know you still have your mics on, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is in private. <laughs> right. Like, what? <laughs> Yeah, there's so many instances where the couples think that they're oh I'm I'm not on I'm not visible so I'm in the like theater. oh they got us guys they went to the bathroom sorry we, there's nothing we can do they went in the bathroom we can't get anything from them now they're like, they're, they they're in the bathroom <laughs> mics don't work in the bathroom sorry <laughs> the door is an interference yeah the like line door we can't get anything from there exactly so they go in the bathroom and Kristen at this point has to spill the beans she's like look it's a thing that all the wives are doing. 
All the husbands are going to be in that shirt. You don't wear it. You're going to be the only one not wearing it. It's like, I just don't want to wear this shirt. We get, we get, we get into mommy and like toddler mode. Here. Yeah. It's like, you better put on this shirt yeah. and play along with this joke. He's like, I don't want to wear it. This is Mom. not something Mitch would wear. Right. He said, there's no chance in hell Mitch wears this. What? There's no chance in hell Mitch wears this shirt. Oh my, like, sir. Person. We it's happened before with Mitch. We've heard it before. I think mm-hmm. in one of the like uh, really early episodes. Um, but this is this is a lot. Yeah. So here's the thing, right? Like Kristen, first of all, came with this the wrong way. Okay, <laughs> what you got to do before you bring the shirt in the house, you gotta get into some dirt, rub around some dirt in it, <laughs> crumple it up, walk in the house, say, "Oh my gosh, Mitch, can you believe this? Somebody threw this in the trash can." <laughs> Wouldn't this be a great shirt, Mitch? Somebody's just gonna throw it away. Mm-hmm. Mitch, you're like, oh my gosh, that's that's just terrible. Look at this great shirt. Let me wear this shirt. Let me wear this little shirt. Yeah, I'm gonna wear this right now. Show that person that threw this out in the trash. This is a perfectly good shirt. That's how you had to approach it, Kristen. You can't have tags on it. You can't make it look <laughs> like you bought it new. Like that's, that's not gonna work. Oh, uh, just yes. It's just it, all it is is a black. Or it's like a navy blue shirt with white stripes, white horizontal stripes, something, yeah, like, something that. like that. So, so, so then that's where we leave it off of them talking in the bathroom. We get a montage of all the couples, the husbands receiving the shirt from their wife, right? Then they do a group activity with one of our new experts, who's I guess is like an unofficial expert. They just bring her in as like a, oh, this is somebody to come help. Her name is yeah, Dr. She's a Pia. Guest, she's a guest yeah. expert. I was like, oh, that's uh, that's new and interesting. Right. Maybe it's a trial run. It's like a probationary period. Her and Dev- yeah. <laughs> it's a trial run with her and Devon. Um, so she's here. She's a psychologist and a sex therapist. And she wants to talk about, talk through these emotional wheels that she brought. So we'll, we'll talk about each couple in their own segment. So with Mitch and Kristen, all the couples, well, for the most part, everybody except for Nate has come in and Mitch walks in. He has his shirt on. Oh gosh, Mitch is here. No, I think a couple, maybe a couple of the husbands weren't there yet, but Mitch is like, comes in with the shirt. He's wearing it. And they they laugh or whatever, and he's like, "I'm not wearing it for long." <laughs> like, he's the he's the upset toddler that mom had to drag here in this shirt that mom made him wear. <laughs> right. That you know, it's, he's he's upset. He's a little grumpy because she doesn't want to wear the shirt. I got him. <laughs> right. Exactly. Listen, husbanding one hundred and one. Okay, maybe this is a segment. Like, I need to come up with when these things happen. <laughs> right. Husbanding one hundred and one. The wife buys you a shirt. Listen, wear the shirt once. And then, like, that'll make them happy most of the time. And bury the shirt in the closet. If you don't like the shirt, you don't got to wear a shirt all the time. Wear it the first time. That'll make them happy. And they just bury it in the closet. And if she asks about it, be like, oh, I wore it the other day. You didn't see me. Yeah, I, I wore the shirt out the other day. I, yeah, it's in the dirty clothes. I, I wore it. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it, listen. It's not a it's not a unique experience. It's happened. I mean, I just got to look around, make sure that <laughs> no one's listening. Um, but it's happened to me before. OK, got a shirt from the wife. Was not Jason's style. Let me just say that. <laughs> but, you know, you got to take one for the team. You got to wear it because if you don't wear it, you get these arguments. <laughs> like, right? right. OK, so you might look a little silly to you. This is not a style that you wear. Deal with it. 
wear it once, <laughs> right? Make them happy. That's just that's how you get out of these like crazy arguments. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just gotta take one for the team, Mitch. Take one <laughs> right. for the team. Exactly. It's not that hard. No, it's not. Uh, so then all the husbands arrive, and Mitch takes off to change his shirt. He comes back with his new long sleeve black shirt, and Alexis goes, "That's the better option." <laughs> <laughs> So good. So funny. Oh, that was perfect. And I love so, that they gave him such a hard time for it. Like, yes. they wouldn't let up on him. Like, like really, dude? Stop. Like, you're just going to ruin this for us right now? Stasha on After Party said they talked about this for 30 minutes. Yeah. Because they asked him about, like, why change? He's like, oh, so this is going to be a thing. And they're like, yeah, why would you change? He's like, well, my thing is, when you give someone, when you buy someone a physical thing, then that becomes a physical thing that they have on. I think that it's very materialistic because if they didn't ask for it and they didn't want it, then you've put that on that person. And Kristen's like, may I respond? I think it's weird not to wear a shirt that your wife got you. And, uh, you know, it, 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 it can't not be a thing. We have to talk about it. So once Dr. Pia gets into the activity, she's talking about emotional wheels. Once they get to uh, Kristen and Mitch, and uh, so they start, they talk about Shirtgate. Kristen's like, I'm going to call it Shirtgate. <laughs> so he's like, he explains, I just don't want to wear stuff that other people want me to wear, that other people have gotten me. And, you know, he's like, I'm, I'm fully aware of the baggage that I'm bringing into this marriage. But Dr. P, P is like, okay, well, how do you compromise? He's like, well, if you compromise too much, then you're not being yourself. (laughs) So, okay, this is like alerts. Like, this is the essence of Mitch. This is where Mitch gets his nonsense from. He says, you know, you're not being true to yourself. You're being a pushover. That's not Mm me. I've been there in the past. I lost myself. Like, okay, (laughs) this is where we see a lot of Mitch's problems have have popped up. Exactly. It's not just about a shirt. It's about beyond the shirt. Yeah, it's about Mitch being like, you know, some of Mitch's past, I don't know if you want to call them traumas, past issues in relationships where he feels he's lost himself. And now he feels like he just can't compromise because that will be showing a sign of weakness. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is where a lot of Mitch's compromise issues come from. Yeah. Then Dr. P is like, well, Kristen, do you feel like you're losing yourself? She's like, I do feel like I'm losing myself in this relationship. I'm getting lost in trying to please him. And Dr. Pia points out to them, look, in order to validate like each other's feelings about things, you don't have to agree like that. You don't have to. So how did you how did you feel about Dr. Pia all together? Like I loved her. I thought she had the some great advice in like such a short segment. Like I, I was like, why did they do this as group? Like as a group, why didn't they do individual meetings with her? That could have been way more effective. You're getting way into these deep issues in a group setting. And it was such a weird setup, like where we're all at tables and she's like, maybe there's COVID protocols, but she was like 12 feet away from all of them. Mm-hmm. And like, why why are we doing this in a group? Like we had this, we had like the like the kind of faux group uh therapy last season where Pastor Cal and Dr. Pepper surprised them all. Uh, in a group activity and we'll like, mm-hmm. talk some things out but that's I don't think that's a good idea with this group like with any group really yeah in this in this setup I would say this isn't a great fun thing to happen because not a lot of these people are going to want to open up that well 
with everyone else around. Like, I think Nate Nate later has like kind of that issue where he's like, I think he's probably a little mad that like Stasha Mm -hmm. said some of the things that she said out in the open where everyone can hear. Mm -hmm. It's, it was, I think they're just way, it could have been so much more effective because she had solid advice. She was Mm -hmm. asking the right questions. I said, I need more of her because I felt like she was even able to be a little bit effective in this setting. (laughs) So it could have been, it could have just gone. I mean, like I was even just imagining no shade to Dr. Pepper, but I mean, sometimes you just been doing a show too long and you get comfortable. Oh no. (laughs) Are you telling Dr. Pepper to retire right now? No. On no, I'm air? saying Dr. P. We are never getting on after party now. <laughs> Dang it. Asia. No, I'm saying Dr. never going to have an after party after you said that about her. Oh my gosh. Dr. P. would be a great addition, is all I'm saying to the trio. Mm. Okay, I think she, she had a strong start. Hey, I oh, think. slandering <laughs> Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Dr. Pepper catches strays. She wasn't even looking for it. You gave it to her. <laughs> uh. She's like, I'm not even coming to episode 16. What I got to do with it? <laughs> oh. oh, man. You're really giving it to her today. Uh, I'm just saying right here, we we saw a, a nice, like, you know, bright eyed, bushy tailed expert who isn't. She hasn't been through the ringer not of all these failed couples, <laughs> you know? Okay. Uh, so. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm just I I yes I liked her I appreciated the questions that she had but I liked her too but I also still like Dr Pepper yes Dr Pepper, Dr. Pepper if you're listening <laughs> uh, I will be on I will come on after party I understand you don't want Asia to come on anymore uh, I will come on after party uh, it, you know you don't feel a certain way about Asia after what she just said about you I understand <laughs> or do I have to be a united front if they're not going to ask you they can't I can't go either is that how it's going to be. <laughs> right both of us two or nothing if you ever get a call and I see you show up on after party <laughs> <laughs> and they take those things in advance too what if I just yeah. like went through the whole like season didn't say a word to you and then I just popped on after party one day hey, listen look out in three weeks I'm, I'm just saying <laughs> oh my gosh I would ghost you and you would never hear from me again <laughs> blocked on everything right um so let's get into the ratings we i mean we had a lot to say about mitch and Kristen, but it was a pretty big episode for them um on a scale of one to five one being that we think that they're going to get divorced on decision day five being that we think that they're going to stay together what would you rate them boy oh boy oh boy this is a tough 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 one uh so i've had them at a four i think for the past couple weeks you know, I think for now I'm gonna leave them out of four. This uh-huh. was this was a definite like hit to them, but this was a lot of talk about future stuff um, that doesn't really need to be parsed out right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, he threw a tantrum about the shirt, but I think that's probably something that they can get over relatively easily. Okay, I just won't buy him stuff anymore. <laughs> Fine, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think I can still leave them at a four for now, but uh skating on thin ice of that three. Yeah, I'm I 
I've been at a three. I've been at a three the past two weeks. I was at a two before that. I, because even on the next time on, what do we see from them? We saw Kristen say, when does Kristen get to do Kristen? I think as much as she wants it, she's going to reach a point. Yeah. She realized she's giving, 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 and he's just taking, 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 and still being so hard on her no matter what. And it's like, at that point, is, is this what I want my life to be? Yeah. I mean, I bet you in Mitch's mind, he has been compromising. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, I wore the shirt for 10 minutes. That's a compromise. I didn't want to wear the shirt at all. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. so that, well, for the party, I wanted a communism vibe. You convinced me to do retrofuturism. <laughs> we met in the for the yeah. Those are compromises, I think. Right. And those may even actually be compromises in Mitch's world that he's not used to. Mm-hmm. So maybe the process where he has to take baby steps to compromise. Because that, that's what the shirt thing was. We, we left off for him being like, I'm not wearing a shirt. No way in hell. I'm going to wear the shirt. Yeah. And he walked into the therapy thing with the shirt on. It's like, oh, okay. My compromise, so, I'm going to wear for five minutes. Yeah, that's my compromise. So maybe he has to take baby steps into compromising because mm-hmm. he's not used to it. Maybe it'll get better. I'm really hoping that it does. I can I can see them being successful if Mitch just gets the stick out of his butt. <laughs> I'm not optimistic about them whatsoever. I'm giving Ooh. them a two. Oh, I think Kristen is going to reach her breaking point. I think they are literally going to be. There's going to be a point where they meet in the middle, where they're right where they're supposed to be. But he's going to continue to grow deeper feelings. And then she's going to continue to be like, what am I even doing with this guy? Why? Yeah. I, yeah. I think I said something similar earlier in the season where by the time that <laughs> that <laughs> her feelings go down, his are going to go up and he's going to be uh-huh. like, what happened? I thought we were good. And it's like, no, right. you're you suck. Like, yeah, I'm leaving. He's like, I'm madly in love with you. <laughs> right. He's exactly. Like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a Michael and Jasmina thing, I think. Like, right. Yeah. Like, what happened? exactly so so yeah that's Mitch and Kristen why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them with Royal Caribbean you don't just go to the beach you visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America you don't just go for a road trip you ATV and zip line through the jungle you don't just go somewhere new you rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Where do you want to head next? Uh, we're gonna we're gonna knock Lindy and Miguel out of the way. They did not get much from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miguel starts the episode by meeting with his buddy Steve, uh, who we've seen a lot this season. We saw him at the party last uh, episode. He was uh, in the wedding party at the wedding. Uh, so Steve tells Miguel about the whole freaking out about the insurance and last name thing at the party, and how you know it kind of turned uh, Miguel's friends off uh, of of Lindsay of Lindsay Lindy. <laughs> um, at the party, like we, we got kind of turned off by. It. We had fun otherwise, but she just kind of brought the mood down. And the friend says, "Is she past the Jekyll and Hyde stuff?" Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a skeptical part of me that I always wondered. Like you portrayed it in such a nice picture, and I always wondered when the other shoe was going to drop. Like, was this it? Was this the time where the it's going to go start going down? And he says, "Have you, he asked Miguel, have you turned off your red flag detector? Are you going to be able to see any these triggers for you when they come about? Miguel's like, ah, I don't know. I don't think I've turned my red flag detector off, but maybe I have. This is really like, no, I don't know why they include this into the episode. This was really a nothing conversation. Really was. Because it was like, first of all, we're not even, no one else had a friend involved. Second yeah. of all, what all this, this just showed us that Miguel <clears throat> is having doubts about you know, her Lindy's attitude um, and just questioning how he really feels about her, I guess, because <clears throat> like, I understand friends' opinions are important, right? But I don't think in this situation, we should be getting this friend every episode. Yeah. Because we are hardly getting Miguel's. I mean, I think Miguel could be very influenced by his friends. Mm, for sure. And it seemed like he was kind of like, wait a second, I didn't even think about that. Like for him to say, oh, are your red flag detectors off? Then, you know, I feel like Miguel, I mean, I feel like he's enjoying Lindy when they're at home, just them two, right? Yeah, but I do also feel like his red, red flag attackers have been on, and he's been vocal about the yeah. red flags he's seeing. So like, I, don't, I don't I, like the side of you. <laughs> yeah, he tells her every episode he doesn't like something about her. So I think uh, his red flag attackers are on working. On. The batteries are fresh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That detector so, is working. So, yeah, it's, I mean, I guess it, it gives us some info about what Miguel's thinking and how his friends are influencing him. But otherwise, it just was having nothing. Uh, then we go to the, the love talk um, where we we ask about how we can fall deeper in like slash love. Uh, she asks him what it takes for him to fall in love. He says, you know, says it's really just time. And Lindy, Lindy loves jumping in and agreeing like, yeah, yeah. I was going to say time, too. Yeah, that's that's right. She's like, yeah, I'm thinking like, you know, eight probably months. eight months, you know, that's so specific. Yeah, just in time for the two month. Uh, decision day and the sixth month after that uh, uh-huh. where are they now so we can stay together through that <laughs> right uh, she said it takes time for someone to see all parts of someone else and figure out how to love the parts of them that they hate I was like, oh, those are strong words he says well I'm pretty much the opposite like if I see something I don't like like you're acting out or you're crazy rude or inconsiderate I- I'm pretty much washing my hands of it I'm done uh, she says, uh, well, I mean, I would hope that there would be some sort of grace here. And this is the first time grace is getting used about 50 times in this. Yes. segment. He says, I mean, there is grace, but even grace has a finite limit. Right. <laughs> and he tells her, I've been in relationships where I've been taken for granted because I've been so forgiven, given so much grace. And I'm at a point now where I'm putting my foot down more and being more vocal. 
Uh, she says she's hoping that he will support her when she is emotionally distraught <laughs> and she does not want him to keep a score of all the times that she does something he doesn't like. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about, well, I mean, it's about the severity of the issue as well. Like if I betrayed you, how many times would you take that? She's like, I don't, I don't know, but every single time <laughs> yeah, I, you can, you can do whatever you want and I'll take you. That's basically what she's saying. Like she's saying yeah. there's no, like there should be no, unforgiveness here like we should i should give you for every single thing you did i'm really i hate to say it because i've been like back and forth i'm kind of really team miguel on this argument here and i feel like they're talking about two different things like they really are lindy is talking about love and i feel like miguel's talking about the beginning stages of a relationship like if i see something that i don't like like if you're rude inconsiderate I'm just not going to be in a relationship with you. And I feel like those would be things that you would easily spot really early into a relationship and be like, yeah, we're probably not the right match. But Lindy's talking about when you've already been in love and you find something that you hate about this person that you're just going to ignore it and be like, Mm -hmm. I choose to stay in love with you. Yeah, it's it. And I don't know if like. I don't know what because Miguel, he does not believe that okay i can just do anything and you're gonna forgive me every time this just, right because it's not true like, <laughs> exactly exactly so for her to say because she's saying like once i'm in love with you it doesn't matter what happened you can be nick cannon level 10 <laughs> kids and i'm going to have grace because grace goes to infinity because i love you i will forgive you like that's, that's easy to say in the yes. moment but then when something happens like <laughs> it's it's gonna be like f that gray stuff that's out the window like we done if you cheat on me we over yeah there's a level there's such thing as respect like Mm -hmm. there are some things that people can do in a relationship to ultimately disrespect you that you are totally justified and no longer wanting to be with that person but lindy is trying to communicate that like love is that is it like once i love you there i I will love you no matter how bad things get or how, you know, and, and, and I understand like being committed and in this marriage and making that commitment that y'all are going to go through ups and downs and whatever. But the reason that Miguel is so skeptical about this is because he's like, I'm not going to be able to just do whatever. And you're going to be fine with it. Cause that's what she's saying. Yeah. I mean, she's not looking at it at a realistic lens. She's looking yeah. at it. I love an idyllic sort of love. Now, when we say love is love, no matter what, like if you get sick with cancer, I'm going to love you. I'm not going to leave you. That's realistic. That's something that you do. Uh-huh. I'm not going to say if you cheat on me 12 times, I'm not going to stick around for the 13th because even though I love you, you are like treating me horribly. Like, mm-hmm. That's that's the thing, like where she's not she's either not communicating that correctly or she's just not getting <laughs> she's having an unreal, unrealistic view of love here yeah exactly and I don't know if that's like her what's the word Naive, naivete, naivete? yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you know just romanticizing marriage in a sense of mm. you know this is what I've seen this is what I've seen represented in media and that that's what I want or if, you know, she's been able to have realistic examples in her life to be able to see like, OK, this is what a healthy marriage looks like. And that's what I should. That's what I would ultimately want one day. So uh, I don't know. I just I feel like they need. They need this. I don't know if they need expert intervention to help, like 
okay, what I'm hearing you say is, and then you say that you're saying this because they're just not going to get on the same page with just those two. Yeah, they've been on opposite ends of the spectrum all season about this type of stuff. And I just don't know if if either one of them are going to budge from their position. <laughs> I yeah. just don't see them being compatible in the right way if yeah. they're both thinking this. Uh, she says in a confessional that she sees real love as seeing someone at their worst and still loving them and fighting for them. And if there isn't grace and forgiveness in a relationship, it won't be successful because, hey, we're all just human. <laughs> yeah, You say that after like People you know, will mess up. The fifth time he treats on you, are you still going to say that? Right. Um, he says, uh, you know, what if, you know, he, he counters back to her, like, what if I, what if you address something in the moment? Cause she's like, we have to just address things in the moment and move on. He says, well, what if you address something and I go back on it? Are you still going to give me grace? She's like, yes, totally. Okay, sure. Uh, in a confessional, he says that Lindy has an infinite amount of grace and he is the opposite. Whereas there, there is a fine line between patience and being taken advantage of. He says, uh, you know, he says things, you know, add up in a relationship. She says, not if you don't let them. <laughs> Boy. Uh, she says, if if 90% of the time Miguel loves her, if she if 90% of the time she loves Miguel, but there's a 10% where she hates him, she's not going to give up at 90%. She's mm-hmm. going to really work her ass off to make it work. And, you know, like, talk- I'm not going to end this so I can go find my 91%. <laughs> that's a real like kind of numbers way to look at it which is yeah. how you should be looking at it and he says you know i have feelings for you if i didn't have feelings for you i would just be counting down the days but that's not what's happening so we we go to group therapy uh and you know dr p is going couple to couple so she gets to lindy and miguel um says lindy says that she told the girl she wants miguel to see her crazy side and he hasn't seen it and miguel makes a face he's like oh i haven't seen it yet he's like girl <laughs> There's I've more. I've seen it. <laughs> it gets worse. Right. Uh, she says that he hasn't seen the stuff that comes from her crazy inner child. More faces from Miguel. Yeah. Miguel says he's gotten a taste of it and he does not like it. Yeah. He's like, we've basically he's saying like we've scratched the surface and I already told you I didn't like that side of you. Uh, he scratched a little bit, looked at it like, oh, right. I don't want to scratch the rest of that. I'm going to leave that there. <laughs> Uh, she says out of respect for him she has tried to keep that crazy part down but she wants to know if he can reel her in when those crazy spirals happen he's like uh i'll try but i'm like i mean when like this is a this is a huge red flag like if someone says i want to see if he can reel me in when i get crazy that's that's not a good sign i don't think Hmm. Yeah, I think it's, um, I I mean, understandably so. Miguel is kind of concerned now Mm -hmm. (laughs) from from hearing this. Um, Especially the fact that he has already explained, because he already has this fear of like not seeing the real her. He's already explained, be you, 100% you. And then I can determine if I like that. <laughs> Listen, if I don't like it, then I don't like you. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, you're just not the right person for me. But don't lie and be like, you're this perfect person when you're not. Yeah, don't withhold. Don't hold back. Because now he's like, wait a second. So now anytime they're going to get in an argument, he's going to be like, wait, are you holding back? <laughs> Miguel's attitude from the start is just been like, well, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I mean, we can't force it. Moving. And her <laughs> attitude is like, this is going to work. Right. It better. 
so Pia asks uh, Lindy if she's holding back because she's afraid of how Miguel is going to respond. And she says, uh, I'm, I'm not sure, but I want to know if he will choose me when that type of stuff happens. And I mean, Miguel just pretty much ends it like, yeah, we just we just need time, which is what everyone says. Mm-hmm. We just want to end this conversation. Time yeah. will tell. Time will tell. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ugh. The, so we don't we don't get really anything from them on the next timeline. Um, where are you looking at for ratings? So I had been at a two episodes, four through seven, and I went up to a three last episode. I'm thinking I'm going to maintain my three. We didn't get, you know, we didn't get a bunch from them this episode. But like I said, they may be a couple that really enjoys these conflicts they do have. And, you know, I, I feel like right now the ball is kind of in Miguel's court to kind of get on the same page at, as Lindy, because Lindy does seem to be a little bit more into it at this point than he is. And I think if Miguel can catch up, then they'll be okay. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I'm, I think I've, I started my twos last week or week. Before. Yeah. I'm going to stay at my two. Um, yeah. I, they're just too opposite in a lot of their feelings for this to really work in my mind. I'm only about a two. Yeah. I feel there is room for compromise. They just haven't found it. And I think if they can get some help, let's get a, a visit from Dr. Pia and Dr. Pepper, if that makes you feel better. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I love Dr. Pepper. Okay. <laughs> Don't get it twisted, Dr. Pepper. I am down for you. I ride for Dr. Pepper, both the soda and the woman. <laughs> what about the dog? Oh, I I ride hard for the dog pepper. Okay, <laughs> number one. Perfect. Um. All right. So three and two with uh Miguel and Lindy. Yeah, where are we headed next, Asia? So <laughs> we had a couple that had a better episode until I just got like whiplash into the episode <laughs> with this like sneak peek that we never get. But we'll talk all about it but Morgan and Ben. Uh, we start out the episode with them like as one, one of those like selfie videos and they worked out together at 7.30 a.m. Did you notice the toothpaste all around his lips? No. <laughs> you weren't looking at Ben's lips? <laughs> uh, no, that's not a uh, focal point for me unlike you, Asia. <laughs> it was such a close-up shot. I literally couldn't avoid it and I was just like... Oh, you really just rushed it and got out of like. I was focused on him, like taking the taking the video. And she's like struggling with the weight. She's like, oh. I'm like you're not even gonna spot her, bro. Like, <laughs> she she probably told him, "I got it. <laughs> I got it, man. I got it, bro." Right. Like, <laughs> but she doesn't want to be his bro. But she, no, she doesn't want to be his bro. Actions. I would have totally thought the way that she acts with him that bro. Language would be okay, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so she played a date with them at a pool with a mermaid. They put on these mermaid fins. He put on the pink one, she put on the She's green like, one. You take the pink one, bro. You take the girly one. <laughs> <laughs> Surprised she didn't push him in. That's you, bro. <laughs> you got the girl one. Right. And then he ju- he jumps right in and then they're just like swimming in the water with these mermaid tails on. I mean, it's dangerous to have machinery in the pool with you. I just gotta say. 
<laughs> Surprise someone didn't get shot. Wait, was it automated? What? The mermaid tail. No, oh, I'm talking about Ben. ben? Oh my god. <laughs> Oh must goodness. have some like waterproof like elements uh in his, <laughs> in his you know in his in his body i guess he has a, a water mode yeah um so he said you know this you know this is something he's done ever done before but he's willing to do anything he needs to do at this point to make her happy so they had a fun time they were laughing and stuff they were, like they were talking about what's well, gonna make us work on our intimacy they barely touched they were just like flailing around the pool like just having fun in the pool i was like okay this was nonsense (laughs) um so i thought it was i was like i i totally would actually be down to do that one day (laughs) just to see what it's like (laughs) um why don't you take pepper (laughs) right i'll put some on her 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 legs the front and the back Um, she can put on a bikini she can put on a mermaid tail that is very true that is a solid point um, so now they're eating lunch and uh she they're talking about love. So there was a point at, at in with all of these couples, they all got like a pis- picnic basket with like some wine and then these prompt questions to talk about love. So all the couples talk about love this episode. And she said like she was in love in her last relationship and they showed up for each other every day that he told her he would fight every single person for her. And they Listen, didn't, I, she was doing all this explaining and I was like, why did y'all break up? Right. Maybe maybe you should call him. Like, where's <laughs> right. his number? Yeah. She said it was basically right person, wrong time. I like, mean, is he is he taken now? Like, yeah, so I was like is this time net right now for you? And where is he at? Because this ain't going to work. <laughs> there is there was no blood, bad blood there. She was talking very highly on him. But then we get to Ben and he's never been in love. Uh, he said the closest thing was in college. There was this girl in his computer science class. And like there was a period of his life where he lost his grandma, his aunts, his best friend. Um, and his dad had a heart attack. And he just felt like all of that happening at once, um, you know, caused them to start separating. And he truly feels like she's the one that got away. I mean, Call her. Like, <laughs> right. They they both like, have some solid exes. Y'all got y'all got some options. Why are y'all doing this? Right. And I I I will say I really did appreciate him starting to open up here because I'm like this is not yeah. a side of Ben we have ever seen, or Morgan has ever seen either. I mean, a good software update will do that for you. <laughs> so, so then he said he he tells her he he has taken some time to think about the honeymoon. And he was like, he realized all the stuff he was saying was just his own insecurities with like finances and family. He's like growing up in an Asian home. He, it's either you're a doctor or you and or you go to a prestigious school. I mean, just felt like he was only being loved for what he achieved. And so in past relationships, he never felt like he was enough and hurt people, hurt people. And he's like, I thought you were the only one with daddy issues. (laughs) I got daddy issues too. The way he put that, I was like, I okay, I was like, weird. <laughs> Why did you say it like that? <laughs> uh, my, my dad wanted me to be EKG machine, but I'm more of a calculator. <laughs> wrong type like, of machine, wrong type of robot. Yeah. I was like, wait, Ben, uh, that's not how you say that. Ben is Ben is the king of like, I mean, I thought Mitch was bad, but yeah. Ben is right up there saying the wrong thing at the wrong time in the wrong way. Yeah. 
He apologizes. She says she really, she really does appreciate it. And he's like, I came to a realization, like you're enough, I'm enough. And so she's like, you know, you're such a people pleaser and I'm here to support you through that. And, uh, and then she gives him like a bro shake, like a bro dap. Yeah. Like I can't get a hug. I can't get like a, a kiss. I just get a, a bro shake. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is this is part of the problem, y'all. Right. And so I thought it was I mean, this whole conversation was great that Ben has has been doing some reflecting and he has it has gotten him here to realize, like, I thought I was perfect. <laughs> and I've realized, like, all these past things have affected me, which is showing in my relationship today. So I thought that was great for Ben. I'm very happy that he was able to get to this point. Um, so he decides to make dinner for her. He they he sets up like a Korean uh barbecue setup in their apartment, which I thought was pretty cool. Have you ever been to one of these type of places where you Asia. like cook them? <laughs> Asia. I feel like it's been widely talked about how I'm a super picky eater. It's like probably meat. not a place I would go to. Uh yeah, probably not for me. I did like meat how she came rice. in. Yeah, that's not my thing. Certain meats I'll do, but other meats probably I wouldn't do. Yeah, like beef. They have beef. Uh, I'll think about it. I'll think about <laughs> it. Uh, but I did like how she walked in with her scrubs. She's like, yes. I had a terrible day. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to hear any of your crap. I've had a bad day. What a crap is this? A grill like, in the house? <laughs> just like, bring all the alcohol. Because I've had a hard enough day. I'm glad... She walked into her scrubs to prove again that she is a nurse. Yeah. She's like, uh, do you think I was just out playing dress up? <laughs> you can't just buy these. Actually, yeah. you can. But. Right. Um, he was like, I got all the premium meats. And it is it is a really cute setup. Like, I never even imagined that this was something you could do from home. But this was, this was, was similar to the restaurant. This was like a good thing that you can do in the house. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, Probably shouldn't do in the house because we'll see why. But right. uh, this was a really good thing for him to do. This was a really fun thing. I think. Yeah, it was very creative. <laughs> so uh, because he's grilling in the living room with this like tabletop grill, the alarm, fire alarm starts going off. They got to open all the doors, windows. Why was there a uh, note on the back door that said do not open? Yeah, there was a note on the door too. Like when she walks in, you can yeah. see there's a note there. And I was like, I don't, what does that note say? Like, <laughs> and I don't know why one of the windows says, do not. Yeah, maybe that, that could be it. Like, don't yeah. you, we weirdos out in the hall, don't be yelling around in the hall. We're filming mm-hmm. a TV show. But yeah, right. I wonder why that was like, do not open. Maybe they wanted any outside noise interfering. Right. Maybe, yeah, maybe it was for the crew to not open during their scenes, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. So, um, he tells her like he really likes being vulnerable with her. Like he uh, he's like, and, and I do want to touch on like, you remember you called me a people pleaser. <laughs> I thought he was going to be frustrated with that. But no, he just wanted to. He's like, I want to expand on that. <laughs> like he came into this like <laughs> dead set just to talk about this some more. He's like, he's like, you got anything you want to get through? Like any complex feelings we need to talk about? OK, no. no? Good. All right. So I want to talk about me being a people pleaser. <laughs> exactly. So he talks about how he was the only Asian kid growing up. There were lots of Asian jokes and the only way to combat that was overachieving in school, being kind to people and then just sacrificing his happiness sometimes. And she's like, I grew up the same way. And my breakthrough was cutting off my dad. 
once I got once I made it through that, I was just fine uh, on that front. And he he asked her if he's if she has been genuinely healed from that. And she's like, yeah, I, I just, you know, continue to work on myself. And so she tells him she starts giving him advice. She's like, just take a step back and look at what you've done in your life. Just start loving yourself. She's like, I hated myself for years. And uh, he's like, look, I just I I have really hope I can get there at some point in my life. It may not be right now, but at some point I would hope to get there. You know, if this was if this show was a little more trashy, like a 90 day fiance, no disrespect to our past guest. <laughs> Kuya, we would get Morgan's dad on the stage at the mm, reunion. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, so what did you do to make her cut you off? Right. Why does she need a breakthrough from you? Well, Morgan, you may or may not know this, but uh, we have your dad backstage and he's going to come out and talk to us a little bit. OK. And she's like storms off the stage like, no, I'm not going to talk to him. Not going to see him. I've cut him off for a reason. And she <laughs> runs backstage. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, it's 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 uh because it's not uh you know the the mess that is 90 day fiance. We probably won't ever see her dad. We never saw uh the most recent dad I can think of that was like a big storyline was um Johnny's dad. But we, yeah, we never sure. really got to see him after, after the FaceTime call. Um so so yeah, they they're basically they're finally having like a a cut a getting deeper breakthrough with each other like they're ben especially is opening up to morgan and really kind of like letting her in on why he is the way that he is then we uh we did we get we get the shirts so let's see what what were they really talking about so when Dr. Pia pointed things at them, when they talked about when they had this group therapy session, uh, Morgan said, you know, the emotional stuff, they started out in the red part of the emotional wheel. Then they're getting back to the yellow and because they're really opening up with each other. And Dr. Pia is like, OK, so what do you need? She's like, I just need like reminders and, and like compliments. Like he's not a very complimenty guy. He's like, I told you, you look drippy. And icy today. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. And I just don't think that's not that's not her language. So like mm-hmm. that's not really her thing. Like she and she says, like, I'm not your bro. Like mm-hmm. that's not how you talk to me. And I mean, Ben, like, I, I don't think, acting like bros. Yeah. That, that is true, but you're supposed to be getting past that, not keeping up the same attitudes like you looking drippy and icy bro like yeah ben, that's, not, that's not really it's not really your thing anyway so you should probably <laughs> want to say that i think it's all about knowing your audiences like i know plenty of like my friends who their their husbands will like straight up call them bro but they have this they're like they're married I, they have a I do that. relationship yeah. I do do that just just to mess with my wife. Like it's not mm-hmm. a it's not a serious thing where like I call her bro. Like <laughs> I just do that to mess with her like you mean you've never like, told her she looks drippy? I've never told her she looks drippy. Okay. I think she would take that as a as an insult because I don't think she really knows what drippy means. <laughs> you said what to me? I'm drippy. <laughs> I'm not sad. <laughs> <laughs> not wet. Right. Um, so she basically is saying, like, okay, he's talking to her like a bro, but she wants to feel like a woman. You know, she wants to hear him to say she looks beautiful, you know, more like aesthetically pleasing language than something he would use with his bros. I mean, it's, he may call his bros beautiful. 
<laughs> what if you just what if you did the opposite of everything? He called his bros like, bro, you are just so beautiful today. Like, mm-hmm. You just okay. look so so pretty. Like, yeah. <laughs> your lips yeah. are just fantastic today. Right. So uh, then, so we're get we 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 get a great episode for them. I'm I'm proud of them. I'm I'm thinking y'all are heading in the right direction. Things are looking good. Then we get one of these little camera and apartment shots, right? The best. The best. And uh, Morgan tells Ben, Alexis told me everything, by the way. She came to me woman to woman. Well, no. Okay, so she says, Alexis told me everything and just leaves. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what? What are you talking about? Like, he chases after. It's like, what do you mean? And we get nothing else from it. She just leaves. And he comes back in, like, all confused. Yeah. And then in the confessional, we get, like, that she tells us that Alexis came to her and told her that, you know, Ben was telling lies about her. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I'll leave it to the imagination. telling lies about me to other people. What? Quite a cliffhanger. Um, yes. Very. I don't know if you saw, I mean, there's a little bit in the preview for the next episode, but there was like a little longer clip. Yeah, it was like, we never get a sneak peek. So we get a sneak peek, and she's in the confessional and is like, I found out that Ben never stopped going to Justin about our issues. And then there's this like setup, which we have been referring to. There's a setup of Ben out like on a blanket or something. He's like, I wanted to do something really special for her for our one month. And he has these roses and he's about to hand them to her. And he's like, watch it, watch it. She lets them fall on the floor. Oh boy. And she tells us in confessional, any ounce of respect I had for him is gone. And she tells him, enjoy your dinner, but I'm going to go. Dang. Like that is, I cannot wait for that. I need to know what he has been saying. Now, do you think that she is overreacting or do you think he has really said some ill stuff about her to Justin? I think he has said some really ill stuff to her before he opened up. I totally believe that like he continued going to her, going to Justin after the honeymoon, right? After the honeymoon, going to Justin, complaining about how like they aren't progressing or whatever. She still has her walls up complaining to Justin through the pastor Cal visit. But then they had this breakthrough of this episode of him finally realizing why he's the way he is. I don't think he has. I mean, so there's probably like a few days that he was like, okay, let me focus on my marriage. Let me stop going to Justin all the time. Like we're only just hit three weeks of this thing. This is day 21 of marriage, right? I think he recently stopped, but then it came back to bite him a week and a half later. But you say like he he did it until he had the breakthrough, as if the breakthrough matters. Like the breakthrough is a moot point. No, in my mind. but look, it came out of nowhere. I think the breakthrough had to do with all these conversations he's having with Justin. Not that Justin is this profound thing, but Ben no. is venting to Justin. But he's and not supposed to be. She told him. I know, him, I know, like, I know. Point blank. Like, this is what you're in trouble for. You're in trouble for going to Justin. And then if, for him to go to Justin again, like, that is just, like, inexcusable nonsense. Like, it's the same thing with Justin. Like, Alexis tells Justin, like, be oversharing. Tell me everything. And then he doesn't do it. The very thing she told him to do, he doesn't do. That is yeah. un- inexcusable, in my mind, for Ben to keep doing Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Even Absolutely. He she that's what she busted him for 
before. Like, Ben, we know you have other friends. Go to other friends with this stuff. Do not go to someone in the group because you know in this, you already know from experience, if you go to someone in this tight-knit group, it is going to get around. Like, yeah. It's going to go from Justin to Alexis to Ben. to I mean, to Morgan. But here's, so here's my disconnect. You're telling me that with all the stuff Justin and Alexis has going on, Justin is still pillow talking to Alexis about Ben and Morgan when they have issues to work on themselves. Uh, Alexis and Justin are like, I don't know what it is. Cause I mean, we saw for Alexis and Justin, like in the opening montage or they're doing like face masks. So they're not like sitting around, not talking to each other. There's still, I think a little lovey dovey in between the uh, fights or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think probably that's still happening. They're still talking. Um, I just think it's crazy for Ben to still be going to Justin with this stuff. Now, do you think Ben is saying true stuff about Morgan or he's saying things about Morgan that Morgan is saying he's lying about me? Like, this is a game of telephone. What do you think is happening with Ben? What has Ben saying? I think he's saying things that are happening in terms of like, we didn't even like saying, saying facts but then venting about them mm-hmm. like, but she won't, you know, like, man, I can't get anything from her or whatever. And then it's a game of telephone of her thinking him venting is him explaining things that have happened. Yeah. Cause I mean, this is going from Ben to Justin to Alexis now <laughs> to Morgan. Back to Morgan. <laughs> right. So by the time it gets to Morgan, it's probably been spun into something that it's not. Right. Which she's going to take offense to and be like, that's not what I said. I said this, mm-hmm. this, and this. So that's going to be fun. And she is, I, I think even though this has happened, she is acting a little extra. Like for her to be tough, what she saw this in a movie or something, for her to like be at the door and be like, by the way, Alexis <laughs> told me everything and then storm out. Like that's some like TV show movie ish. Like that's not what yeah. real people do. Uh, and then for her to like take the flowers and throw them on the ground. In the next episode, like that's that's a little extra. That's a little much. Oh, absolutely. Like, don't put your don't don't even put your hands out to take it. Why are right. you making these movie moments? It's just he and he was so caught off guard. That's why I think like that's why I think he, the reason he was so caught off guard is why I think that he has had a turning point inventing to Justin in terms of like it's not still happening present day may have ended last weekend may have ended a couple of days ago, but in his mind I'm done. So there's nothing that I need to be sorry for. There's nothing I need to be asking forgiveness for, but when Alexis comes to you, woman to woman, Oh, this is, this is present. This has yeah. happened and I am betrayed. I am mad. So it's like, I totally don't knock her for being mad at all because you literally were mad at him for doing that thing, expressed it, and he continued to do it. Right. Totally fair. Um, I just think that, and I don't think that he's innocent by any means. I just think that in his mind, he probably thought he was just venting to his bro, but he didn't yeah. realize his bro is is Justin. <laughs> his bro was talkative. Like, <laughs> I wonder if he told Justin that. Don't tell Alexis that. I just told you now. Just like, of course not. Of course. And then he and then walks Justin, in. I was like, I you will never believe what Ben just you'll never believe what Ben just told me. Right. And 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 just and Alexis is not Justin's biggest fan right now. So she's like, uh-uh, let me go tell my friend. <laughs> and he's like, Don't tell Morgan I told you this. 
Right. Have so we ever is- had this like circle of communication between yeah. husbands and wives? I don't think we have. Uh, if I'm, you know, remembering my history, I don't think we've had something quite like this. Hmm. Well, let's uh, get into the rating. So, I was at a one last week, and I'm at a one this week. Mid episode, I went up to a three. Oh, a three. <laughs> you put them up two notches. <laughs> and then I ended the episode and I was like, they are a one. Man, you really you really have your Ben goggles on. You're just like really <laughs> trying to get those Ben goggles to stay on your head. But Ben just keeps knocking them off your head with all the stupid stuff he's doing. <laughs> right. Like you had them back on your head. Like, this these Ben goggles are nice. I'm loving this. And at the very end, he walks into the room and like smacks them off your face. Like, get those Ben goggles off. I'm still suck. <laughs> I'm still terrible. <laughs> oh, I, there's just like the way the way that Morgan goes about forgiving. She's not Lindy. She doesn't have an endless bucket of grace. Morgan is not. <laughs> Morgan is not. Uh, you know, without fault, uh, for sure. She's yeah. definitely taking this real hard, right? Um, so it's it's about her too. But I, you know, Ben is more at fault here for doing the same exact thing. They got him in trouble in the first place. Exactly. And I think it probably, the content is probably not even that bad. No, I don't think it is. Just like the first situation. Yeah. You just, it's the, you still went back to him to communicate about our relationship when I told you not to. Exactly. Yeah. That's what it is. She's not going to forgive him. Uh uh. I don't think they'll break up before the eight weeks, but. You know, I I had, I questioned that. I said, I I said to myself, I said, self. Jason, Jason, <laughs> put that shirt down. That's not a Jason shirt. Um, anyway, but I said, is this, is there a possibility that Morgan and Ben could be done before decision day? I don't know. I don't. I I feel like <laughs> they made it a point not to show us any Morgan and Ben stuff on the one month like uh, get together. Yeah, that's true. I think that I think that's just clever editing. I think that they will probably be there. Yeah. Next week, we're halfway through the season. And I don't think that even if, okay, maybe they may be like, we're basically not together, but we're going to continue to see them. Even if it's like a Paige and Chris, like we're still following them, what they're like, their individual. Yeah, they may separate, but I don't think it's going to be a breakup. They're no longer on the show. They might still have like Pastor Cal sessions or Dr. Pepper sessions. Yeah, like can we rekindle this? Y'all are y'all are still friends. Can yeah. we? <laughs> um so we'll are a, you we'll also be a, a Chris one? And Alyssa. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm definitely one. <laughs> are I'm, are you a four? <laughs> no, I'm never no, I'm not a four. I'm a rock bottom one. <laughs> Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So let's see, where are we heading next? Uh, we're going to go to Alexis and Justin. Uh, so Alexis, we, we come in on Alexis and Justin. They're uh, smoking. This is called hookah, right? Yes. Uh, I've never done hookah before. And this sounds like something you would have done before. I was surprisingly, I have not surprised. I'm not this like, oh, I live on the wild side. But no, I haven't done hookah. I have oh, definitely. Is hookah even that wild? I know it is. It's real. I don't. I don't think it is that wild. It's definitely like there are hookah bars. Yeah. Like you go in, you, you know. So I've definitely been at like weddings or bars that have had hookah, but I've never done it myself. Yeah, I've never seen at home set up like this before. Oh, I yeah, I have plenty of friends who have hookahs at home. Oh, dang. See, that's I, I knew either you did it or you had a bunch of friends <laughs> that did. This seems like How a, I know of it. <laughs> yeah, this seems like a thing that you're involved in some way. Yeah. Uh, so they have the they have the uh, love conversation. Just, have you ever been in love? He says he thought he was at one point, but he really wasn't. Uh, he thought he was because he, he was willing to do anything for her. And he talks about this. is That's the woman that I lost my virginity to at 20. Mm-hmm. Um, but he then realized the relationship was pretty one-sided and she pretty much just kind of took advantage of him. And he thought if he pleased her that she would love him, but that wasn't the case. Um, Alexis says, well, where do you think that comes from? He talks about never having enough love from his dad and constantly trying to do things to try and get his love. And that's how he developed the habit of being a people pleaser. So I think we might see some connections here of why Justin and Ben are such good friends. That was interesting. Yeah, because nothing because I was like, nothing makes sense to me because I even peeped on the after party Justin was on and he had some harsh things to say about. Nate. Oh, <laughs> no, I didn't think he was that bad to me because I was I was like I was looking at that. I was like, is Justin going to do the same thing he's doing to Nate? I felt like Nate. I felt like Justin stuck up for Nate a little bit. Uh, he didn't trash Nate. I did. I, uh, I'll talk about it like at the end of the segment. But I, I got some vibes off of Justin mm-hmm. at the after party. OK, um, which were, were interesting. Yeah. Um, so he talks about never getting love from his dad, try to please him all the time. Uh, she then asks him, you know, do you ever think about falling out of love? He says it's possible for him. Um, and she says, well, I mean, for me, it, it would be really hard. So I, I think we, we were kind of tricked with a preview. To maybe this is her way of trying to tell him that she was out of love with him, but it's not the case, really. Yeah. Uh, he asked for her to tell him how much he lo- she loves him. And she says, I, I can't do that right now. Like, I can't tell you that right now because I just I don't feel the trust and the consistency and the security that I felt on the honeymoon after the whole, you know, Maya Newton incident. Uh, he tells her he knows he has to gain back her her uh, her trust and confidence back after after the incident. And he is he's more than willing to do that. He's going to try his best. Uh I thought this is I thought this is very evident of how he is in this relationship because I'm like this is exactly what you're doing like yeah. what do you, where where has where is the growth like he's explaining right. it because he's like he acknowledges that's why it didn't work out but I'm like Justin that's still what you're doing in this relationship that's what's happening bro like that's that's where you're at <laughs> yeah uh so he plans a date for her uh has a nice lovely picnic um uh, so he says you know if he feels like he if she he can get her comfortable and vulnerable again that she will come around back to being in love with him uh at the picnic she asked him how he thought he would be as a husband he said uh how to be a good husband she asked he said well i think a good husband is a great listener and supportive and she goes oh, that that's it that's that's all you got to be be a good husband he's like oh, i mean i can make something up but that's pretty much it 
Oh my gosh. I have, I've been through that personally of just like, oh, well, I mean, what do you want me to say? I'm not having a conversation with myself. I'm not just going to make something up. What do you mean? Like that, that line right there, I could make something up. That's just, he's saying what he wants, what he thinks she wants to hear. Well, but you didn't have an issue with her going, well, that's it. Yes. I mean, no, I didn't. Let me, I mean, of course, delivery <laughs> is a right. thing. I mean, he says he, he thinks a good husband is a great listener and that he's supportive. Anybody could do that. And that's, l- listen, listen, the point I think is, I think the point that she's trying to make is that that was his goal. He said he wanted to, like, he always just wanted to be a good husband. And so she wants to see, okay, you as Justin, What's your version of a good husband? And to name two things, you could be, he's, he's a great listener and he's supportive to Ben. Does that mean he's Ben's great husband? Very very (laughs) true. Very true. I like, I totally understand her desire for depth here and for him to be like, Oh, I mean, I can make something up. So are you just spitting out words like that? That well, was so that was, annoying. I think that was his way of saying like, yeah, that's it. I mean, I'm being genuine. I don't want to make something up to, to appease you. I think he's trying to say like, he doesn't want to do that. But if she is going to press him on it, she, he will. Oh, that's so, oh my God. So she asked him, <laughs> so what, for you, what is the difference between dating and a marriage? He says, you know, in marriage, there's no easy way out. You know, in dating, I could just, you just pick up and leave. Uh, she asked, he feels like, if they were just dating, would they still be together? He says, uh, you know, yeah, I don't I don't quit situations easily. Uh, so, yeah, I think I'd still be working at it. And he pretty much asked her the same thing. Like, would you still be? And she's oh, no, no, I'd be I'd be done now. Uh, after, the doll, after the doll situation, uh, you know, I felt like you were, you know, quote unquote lying to me. I, I, I wouldn't be able to stay and do, you know, and, and be here with. You. And he said on after party that that kind of like that concerned him that she said that. Yeah. I'm like, uh, uh <laughs> I mean, well, Asia, I mean, I in that situation, what would what would I, I don't know if we talked, you know, in detail about that. If you were in that situation, what would your next actions be if you were dating? Oh, if I was dating, I would be done. But I, I am the type of person that like if I can no longer see a future with you. We're done. I'm I'm not wasting my time. Like I but if the actions of his dog, this happens. That he, animals, they are only as good as their human. Oh, interesting. So it's a lot of so a lot of dog shows you out there. There's a really good one out there that if anybody just loves dogs and they haven't seen the show, it's on Netflix called Canine Intervention. He always talks about. He's like, usually when I go to these homes where the dog is just out of control, it's the human that needs the training. Because the human is the one that is responsible for the dog. Interesting. So, so that, so that's that's like that's like my thought process. Like, okay, if I was in that situation, I definitely would have walked away. But hey, I'm not married either. So, true. <laughs> so, I mean, neither. I mean, come on, neither are these people. <laughs> yeah, they're really not. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so she talks about in the past that she's really run away easily. And she never felt the drive to stay in something, but you know, she's married now. So she feels that like, you know, kind of that she doesn't say obligation, but she kind of feels the obligation to stick with it. 
Um, he says he's trying to understand, you know, her impulse to to just kind of run. She said, well, you never will understand it because that's not the type of person you are. Like, you you will never empathize with me because that's not who you are. You can only hope to kind of see where I'm coming from and to see my perspective, but you will never be in my shoes. because That's not just who you are. That was such a th- Alexis. This is why she's one of my favorite wives. I feel like she says a lot of things that are just like, it's so evident. You have been in therapy. You've been yep. taking it seriously. <laughs> you have learned things that you are applying. She's just not out here willy nilly saying whatever. And even yeah. though she, she is far from perfect, at least she understands these foundational things and understands the importance of it while talking through these, these little issues. She does say a lot of smart things. She doesn't, you know, this whole you were lying slash vague thing is not a good look on her for me, mm-hmm. but she says so much smart stuff. I just don't know if she really practices everything she preaches. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we get to the group therapy session. Uh, Justin, you know, Justin being Justin, he kind of starts out this whole like Dr. Pia thing when she's like, she barely asked for volunteers. Like, I'll speak. I'll talk about my <laughs> yeah. emotions. I got something. <laughs> yeah. He says when he feels hurt, he feels really betrayed. And at that point, he naturally shuts down to protect himself. He says, I can become cold. I'm just not sure where it comes from. Maybe, you know, my past hurt is why I'm so protective of myself. Uh, But I do not bring my past hurt into current relationships, uh, which really contradicts what he just said there. Um, He says he will still be vulnerable while protecting himself. So Pia kind of calls him out. He says, although you're saying you're not bringing a past hurt into a relationship, that is exactly what you're doing. Right. using your past relationships as a trauma response from past hurt and now it's because you become hyper vigilant and when you see it on the horizon you shut down he says oh, i mean it doesn't stop me from being open and vulnerable or being hurt and then pia goes to alexis alexis are you buying that and alexis the whole time has been rolling her eyes has been like mm-hmm. breathing on her breath i said alexis not alexa alexa thank you uh, <laughs> uh pia asks alexis if she buys that justice as well She's trying, she starts to speak and just like interrupts her. She says, Well, you know, she don't really know me. <laughs> Which I was like, I literally, this was one of the many moments in an episode that I paused it and I told my friend, I said, But he's the one who said he was in love with her on the honeymoon, but but she don't know you all of a sudden. Oh, but y'all, you know her. This is a video podcast. I wish it was right now. If you just saw Asia just like be, be like, gesture that she's making is, is something else she is in her feels about this it is fun to watch let me tell you Ooh, i was more, so more evidence why you gotta bring this to youtube someday right. uh, so i mean and when he says that you get shocked looks on everyone's faces in the group like, oh did he just say that <laughs> yeah lindy's was the funniest you said the quiet part out loud <laughs> that was not good um Ooh. so uh, Alexis says she turns to Justin and says, "You know, this is one of those moments where that we talk about where you say you get so emotional and you just say things He's like, no, that's not what's happening. That's not what's happening." And he says, "You know, I read into stuff." And she says, "Oh," and he says that she reads into stuff too much. And she goes, "Oh, so now you're speaking for me?" <laughs> it's not going well for old Justin. Uh, at all, and if it couldn't get any worse. He right. says, you know, I get so exhausted of trying to explain things to her like a third grader. And that's why I just shut down sometimes. I'm not good at explaining myself anyway. And if I have to explain things three times to you, 
it's not worth it. So I just shut down and she wouldn't understand. Like you you just said you had to speak to her like a third grader. Like that bro. bro. If this was any other situation, you'd have been dumped like <laughs> hardcore after this conversation. Uh she says she wants him to understand it's not about being right or being wrong, it's about understanding how he will take his thoughts and react in different situations. And when he shuts down, it's not helping her help him help them. And that 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 right there. It was like, the, oh. the, every, mind you, they're in front and, of all the couples. They're yes. yeah, okay. It was like, yes, girl, yes, <laughs> tell him. Like it just got oozed and ahs from the audience. It was so yeah. good. I, I bet even Dr. P was like, oh, snap. Yeah, okay, Alexis. Yes. <laughs> um, Pia says she feels she Pia says she understands that Justin needs to feel understood to feel safe. But that when he does that, their issues aren't resolved. When he shuts down, their issues aren't resolved and they will just naturally come up again. And she says when he feels the need to do that, to stop the conversation and schedule a different time to talk about the conversation, not just to cut it off, but to schedule a time to talk about it. uh, Alexis and Justin both agree that that is something that they will do in the future. And Alexis says, I I need you to be honest about it, though. I need you to tell me when you need uh, to reschedule a conversation so that, you know, you're not shutting down. Mm -hmm. So that that was uh, that was Alexis adjusting. We get we get on the next time on we get quite an emotional uh, thing from Alexis at the group dinner, uh, where she talks about how emotional he is, but then he comes back around and apologizes, but she's still hurt by what he said in the moment before. She gets she she is our storm offer this year uh, <laughs> in the anniversary dinner. Uh, follow you know Stasha being the good girl friend that she is, you know, is seen in the background following, she following said. her. I got you. Girl, let's go. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) You'll need this. (laughs) Right. Oh, gosh. And then on After Party, uh, Victoria Patrice in the Facebook group pointed out how when Justin was talking to the guest who was, I think her podcast is called Are You My Podcast? Uh, Um, Her name is Sarah. uh, Make the time code. We got to cut that out. There's no other Mary First Sight podcast. (laughs) What you're talking about. (laughs) <laughs> Don't know what you're talking about, Asia. Shout out to Af- uh, Alter Call. No, no, no. We are the only Man of First Light podcast. Do not listen to this woman. She does not know what she's talking about. <laughs> we are the only ones. <laughs> um, so she was saying how she like doesn't think that him and Alexis will make it. And uh, yeah, this random lady <laughs> that has no affiliation to any other show about Mary First Sight. <laughs> right. And uh, Justin's like, you don't think we're going to make it? She was like, have you watched the show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny. But like the way Justin was speaking throughout the whole thing where he's like, no, nah, she's not ready for marriage. Like <laughs> he said that at a point blank when they asked him something afterwards, like, no, nah, she's not ready. I, because I, he I, is. Right. This tells me that they are done. like they are no more. <laughs> They're. Now, there's no, there's nothing about his body language, the way he mm-hmm. talks about her, the way she talks about him when she's on there, that makes me think that they are even cordial to this right. day. Yeah. But so now I don't know what that means for decision day. So, you know, our ratings reflect what we think will happen True. on decision day. True. Uh, but just the body language and the way they talk about each other, like, and like on the first episode, on the first after party he was on and they showed like his wedding, he was like, take me back there. Like, yeah. <laughs> So, I would yeah. do anything to relive that day. <laughs> yeah, I think in real time they are done. As far as ratings for right now, boy, I think I've been a three. I went down from a four to a three. I think I got down to a two. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I, I started at a two for them, episode seven. I jumped from a four to a two, and I'm going to maintain my two as well. Um, I think what would I think what would eventually take me to a one is if it just seems like Alexis is just well, I guess either Justin just giving up and not really putting forth the effort, but I can't see him doing. You know, he has these moments where he yeah. says these things, but then he's back to like, I'll do anything for my marriage. I think but that's part of what what upsets her next episode with mm-hmm. the kind of whiplash of his emotions. Yes. And like the kind of back and forth that he takes with her on a seemingly maybe daily, you know, a couple times a week basis that she just mm-hmm. is tired from it. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, we got a two for them. Last but not least. Certainly not least. <laughs> we got Stasha and Nate. Sure. Uh, we actually got her giving him his shirt at the beginning of the episode. And yeah, I remember- a really nice, really nice like thing to call back on later. And it's like, oh, that was a shirt mm-hmm. from the beginning. Because I honestly thought, like, why would she give him that shirt? <laughs> <laughs> Hating on the fascist ladies. I was like, of all, I was thinking that's not his style at all. Like, even when you see him in it, it doesn't look fitting, but he wore it. <laughs> Why? Because Stasha gave it to him. That's right. He takes the gifts from his sugar mama, okay? <laughs> yes. Um, so they're in the pool with their picnic basket that they got from the experts. And uh, she asked him, like, you know, you ready for this love conversation? Okay, let's talk about it. Where are you on the spectrum of, like, lo- for, to like liking me to being in love? He's like, I'm about halfway. And I, this is my issue. If he had left it at that, it would have never been an argument. She asked, where are you on the spectrum? Meaning there's one end and there's another end and you just fall somewhere. So if I'm in the middle, that means I'm somewhere between like and love. Where he messed up was saying four out of 10. You never, (laughs) ever. Put a number on it. Numbers are not your friend. Like, <laughs> period. If for for math historians, you remember, uh, I think the names are Dave and Amber. Yes. Well, I think he put it out of seven. Mm-hmm. And she flipped out about that. You never put a number on I it. I think it's because he was rating her. And she had overheard him say seven. Yeah, I, I think so. But you it, numbers should not be into this conversation. <laughs> right. But I also... Put it on her a little bit for putting up. Where are you on the spectrum? That's just asking for like a a bad result. Yeah, it should be like, do you feel like you've grown beyond liking me yet? If he's yeah. like, yeah, I feel like I'm strong to like, but I'm not just yet there at love. That's so much better than saying, oh, I'm a four out of ten. She's like four. He's like, yeah, forty out of a hundred. So oh, he mansplains a fraction. <laughs> To her. Yes, girl. Let me break it down for you. Okay, it's a forty out of hundred. I, I mean, let me make it sound better. I guess that doesn't make it sound better. He's like, he's like, yeah. She, he says that. She's like, yeah. I get it. Like, right. I, I can do math. I know numbers. You're telling an accountant how a fraction works. Oh, right. Uh, and so you know, he's like, well, look at it this way. There's some upside potential to me lowballing my feelings for you. She is not a house, my guy. Like. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you talk when you're buying a house absolutely she was like well I think I'm at an 8 
He's like, well, now I feel like an (laughs) a-hole. Well, you should, because the way you would just explain that was awful. He's like, well, did that hurt your feelings? (laughs) She's like, well, I just want you to be honest. But, you know, I, I, you know, I see love as a commitment over a feeling. He's like, well, I'm not, you know, just a robot. I just feel like, you know, we're going to have to. He's like, excuse me? (laughs) What's wrong with being a robot? What you gotta say about robot? You're bodiced, sir. <laughs> right. Oh, so he tells her the last time he was in love was in high school, which is a very long time ago because he's 33. And 33. Uh, is he 33? Yeah, he he's 33 because she's 37. Yeah. Yes. And so he's like, he's taking this slower because like he tells us, he's like, I want to be married one time. And so I want to take my time with this. I'm like, Nate, tell her that. Mm-hmm. I think that would help her understand you better that that's why you're being so careful and handing this with like, you know, what do you call it? Kid or white gloves, right? Because you want this to work so bad. You want this one time. You're not even thinking, oh, you're not, you, he is far from the Miguel mindset. Right. And well, I think he does kind of tell her that not in those exact words. She needs I, those words. I guess. I, I feel like he, it, yeah, not to spoil it, but I feel like I'm pretty team Nate through most of this uh, episode. Most, I, most I evolve to team Nate. I'm not there yet. Okay. <laughs> in the in the episode, it's just like as okay, the episode okay. went on, I You'll was like, there. oh, <laughs> okay. Well, Even, I mean, I was I was not team Nate in the beginning of this conversation when he okay, goes four okay. out of ten. I'm like, oh, that's 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 not good, Nate. That's not yeah. good. I think even by the end of the segment, I'm like, okay, I'm getting to be on Team Nate because he's explaining himself uh-huh. uh, pretty well, I think. Yes, 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 yes. Um, and so then they continue the love conversation. And so she says, like, okay, what's keeping you from falling in love with me? And he's like, well, not a whole lot. It basically just comes down to time. Uh, he's like, I haven't even taken you out on dates. We haven't gotten drunk together. I said, sir, what did y'all do on the honeymoon? When was there no opportunity to get drunk together? Well, listen, he messed up on the honeymoon in the first place by saying he was going, he was fall. He did say yes, that he, he was did. falling in love with her. Mm-hmm. He, those words slipped out of his mouth. Uh, so that's the issue with right there because he did say the love words. So now he's kind of going back on a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, I think he's saying he wants more time and more experiences with her, which I don't fault him for. It's fair. Yeah. <laughs> as justin says they just don't know each other that well yeah so she's like well okay it's not like if we don't say it by decision day that you know i'm not gonna say yes but it kind of is like that but it's kind of not like that but it kind of is yeah she's like it's not really a timeline but it kind of is so just keep that in mind (laughs) keep that in mind nate (laughs) well i mean she brings up the pastor cow quote like a thousand times in this episode like love is a is a choice which i Mm -hmm. think she's kind of taking what pastor cow is saying and twisting it to her purpose Mm -hmm. like yeah what works for her right so they're like in the kitchen and uh she's talking about you know she's like well look i think it's important like how we talked about with Pastor Cal is to have measurable goals for our, our relationship. So we're going to, she's like, we need to track how we ought, like how we're feeling throughout our relationship. And um, she's like, you know, I know you want to be in the moment, but it's not always going to be just like, just talking about like financial goals or whatever. 
And she wants to make sure that they're measuring it so that they can know that they're moving forward. Because if she doesn't check in about how he's feeling, then it's like decision day. Oh, no, I, I just like you. But she's treating this like a business. She's like, yeah, yeah. I want to take a look at the paperwork, see where we were um, week to date. You know, Progress week to week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, not the best way to look at it. Like, I think he even says, like, love is not a measurable thing. Like, yeah, either I am or I'm not. Like, mm-hmm. He's like, look, I want to know you fully. I want to know your soul, your vision, what family means to you. And, you know, um, she's like, she's, she brings up him making he's making this choice to, is it to be with her or to be married to her? He's, she asked, uh, she says, uh, Pastor Callis, this is a choice. He says, I am making a choice. And she goes, Oh, what choice are you making? He's like, I'm choosing to be married to you. And she's like, Oh, so you're not choosing to love me. He's like, I mean, well, it's not like that. Like he's trying to like, yeah, she is kind of interrogating him and kind of badgering him to say that he loves her. Like, yeah, she's like poking and poking and poking, and that's how we ultimately get to the last scene that we have with them. Like, are you sure you don't love me? How can you say you don't love me if this, this, and this? She's like trying to present yeah. evidence to him to say, like, you should be loving. You should be in love with me right now. That's what right. you should be saying to me. Why aren't you saying it? Right. Uh, he's like, well, I feel like you're playing devil's advocate with love, and we're just like going in circles, and. You know, she's like, she asked him if he feels like she's uh, trying to get his intentions like in the wrong way. And he was like, yeah, I feel like it's like a form of manipulation. He's like the way that you're going about this. And uh, he's definitely got a point there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So I mean, you can like, I feel like Nate is very measured in a like purposeful way. Mm -hmm. Like Nate is cognizant of the cameras. Nate is cognizant to not like lose his cool yeah he's very close by the end of the episode but he like tr- he really tries keeping in check a lot yeah he does which i think she did too though yeah for sure like like, like uh they're both having a lot this, of times they were having this calm conversation while being intense yes but i think for other couples we've seen on this show it would have turned into like a yelling match yes oh absolutely yes way. yes so they do this cooking class. They may they're making salmon. Salmon, as Elijah would say. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, she said, uh, she tells us in a confessional, she felt herself being put up against a wall and during their argument. And so when they sit down to eat this meal that they've made, uh, she asks how he's feeling today. He's like, I mean, what we had was in like a real argument. So like we're good. And he was like, I, I did think that you were kind of playing games though, and I didn't like it. <laughs> he's like you know he's, he's like when someone is playing devil ga- advocate for too long it just turns into hard-headedness and uh she tells us in confessional like inside my attitude is a 10 right now i in front of him i'm keeping my cool but i am going off in my head cursing, cussing up a storm in my head <laughs> uh he tells her he, he was trying to look at it with a positive light their conversation but he feels like she's coming from a very dark place and so she questions that, like, you know, the dark place. And he asked her, he's like, well, okay, well, I want to know more about you, like, you saying that you don't want a loveless marriage. And she mentioned that she's like, well, like, you were in a relationship for two years and says that you never, you were never in love with her. He's like, well, my ex, like, hit me with ultimatums. Like, uh, if I'm not in love with, on decision day, that she would leave me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He's like, well, my ex hit me with ultimatums all the time, and I just felt like I was always chasing her. Um, 
She was like, well, that wouldn't that be it with me too? Cause you're at a four. <laughs> That's why you don't use numbers. They can come yeah. back and use them all you again. Yeah. He's like, well, are you afraid of me not being in love with you? She's like, yes. He's like, then why didn't you say that? I was like, where, where have you been, Nate? That's what uh, you've been saying. <laughs> he goes, oh, let me take this next one. He goes, he goes, wow, oh, oh, why did you say that? Because I mean, let, let me let me assuage your fears right now. Because I got to tell you something real important. Long pause. I really <laughs> pause, 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 pause. Like you, like oh, that's not what that's not what any of us want to hear, Nate. Why would you do that? We were waiting no, for the love word, not the like word. Is. Wrong word, buddy. He's like, I think you're beautiful, but I want you to believe in me. Like, fair, yeah. Um, oh, but the the best part, mm-hmm. he says, I want you to believe in me. I want you to have faith in me. So we get a confessional from her. That says, yes. Well, he says that that's BS. I have tons of faith. Look at this. I have faith <laughs> tattooed on my arm. That's how much faith I have. Walk by faith, not by sight. That's how faith. I got the faith. It's on my arm. It's right there. I just love the close-up camera, like trying to zoom to her tattoo real quick and then back to it. her. Yeah. It's like you gotta get a better like artist. To it's like that there. long cursive, like a little blurry. I know what it means. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I, 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 it's important to me. Yeah. So I mean, apparently we can just tattoo stuff on ourselves, and that will be like what we are. Like, yeah. I'll put rich on my arm, and then I'll be rich. There we go. Asia, you don't need to do that. We already know that. <laughs> oh my god. She, she just says like she's gonna challenge him. So, uh, no, been you've it. been challenging him. Yeah. <laughs> You're about to start. What was that before? I mean, she did say like when the honeymoon was over, she's like, "Oh, he has no idea what he's in store for." Mm-hmm. I'm gonna challenge his ego. I'm gonna put him through hell. Like she didn't yeah. say that, but like, yeah, was lazy. What she was saying. So we get to uh, Pastor pa- Pastor Pia. Oh, Pastor Pia. <laughs> We get to Dr. Pia and uh, she asked them, like, where are they on the emotional wheel? And Stasha's like, well, okay, well, I'm seeing lonely, vulnerable, isolated, sad. Um, she's like, <laughs> I was like, damn, like, <laughs> you felt a lot of negative emotions right now. Exactly. And she's like, I, I just felt feel the way like, Nate felt. Like, Nate right. was like, Nate was blindsided. He was like, what? He's like, the way he was looking at it, like, why would you say all those terrible things? I thought we were like, good. I thought we were okay. Yes. She says she feel like he he doesn't match her and he like makes this face. He's like, okay, well, that's her opinion. <laughs> he's like, he's like, uh, like, how can how can I prove to her that I'm all in? He's like, I'm just going to start giving up if she doesn't have faith in me. And she starts like tearing up, almost crying. Yeah, and uh, that's with the tissue. Yeah. She's like, she doesn't want him to give up. Uh, but she also wants to know, like, how long it's going to take for him to wake up. I think it might have been in that moment where she might have been like, mm, maybe I took this a little too far. Yeah. You, no, you were absolutely right. Like to see him <laughs> mad in that moment about like, or frustrated, really. I think mm-hmm. she realized like, okay, maybe I challenged him a little too hard. Yeah. I think I, I like pushed it. Because <laughs> yeah, he was like getting real emotional. Like, I think he was choking back tears in front of the other couples. He was like, yeah. not trying to cry. So he like stopped what he was saying. So he wouldn't like, you know, keep going. And she was just like, oh, damn. Like, mm-hmm. I, think I, I think I broke this man. <laughs> yeah, like she caught him off guard, but he also caught her off guard. Mm-hmm. So after this group meeting, they're back at the apartment and everything he says to her is very stern. They sit mm-hmm. down on the couch. He is very irritated. And he says there is a disconnect now. 
He says, disappointing that the person I care about most is not recognizing that I am all in. He's like, I don't want to feel like I'm proving to her or proving to you that like, he's like, you say, because I'm trying to figure out how, I'm trying to remember how he said it. He was like, go ahead. Yeah, he says the act. He's, he, she told him yes. that actions mean way more to her than words, and words don't mean anything. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to take action to prove to her, but she is not believing him. I mean, in my mind, I was like, okay, but you're not really technically taking any action. You're saying you're going to do these things. Right. You're That's saying words. you're going to move in. You're saying <laughs> yeah. you're going to take therapy, which you haven't taken therapy yet. You're saying you will. So I'm like, that, those aren't really actions. Those are things you're going to say that you're going to do, but eh, okay. Yeah. And he's like, well, what am I supposed to do? My actions don't mean anything either. But that's 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 the disconnect is like, yeah, like he said, there is a disconnect. There is because because those are future things you're saying you're going to do. Right. You're, you're saying therapy. There was another thing he said he was going to do. Uh, moving in with her. Move in with her. Right. Those are things like, yes, when those things happen and you do them, that does show her you're all in. What she's looking for right now are present actions you can do day to day to show her that she's all in, that you're all in. And I think and those actions do include words, but they're yeah. not throwaway words. There right. are real words about his real feelings. So those yes. words do mean something. Exactly. And I think he's trying to. I think he's trying to like he wants her to explicitly tell him what she needs in terms of like today. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I don't. It's not like I want you to get me flowers. I want you to. I want you to spend all evening with me watching Big Brother live feeds. <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's where I draw the line. <laughs> I can't do that. Yeah, that that is actually watching live Big Brother live feeds is a wild concept. I will say, like, especially when I have to explain it to people, I was like, "Don't worry about it." Listen. <laughs> Quick tangent. Anytime I get on the Big World of Life feeds, there's nothing happening. Everybody's sleeping. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's that's it's a it's a it's a race, not a or it's a marathon, a marathon not a sprint. I, I don't get any of the good stuff, but I get uh, you gotta be patient. Yeah, I get talks about where'd you buy your clothes, where'd you get this, where'd you get that. <laughs> I was just telling one of my friends who does listen to this podcast. I was telling her you can't just sit down and think, oh, if I watch the feeds from four to four fifteen. I'm going to see something. No, they're probably just going to be eating or something. You yeah, got you, the patience. You, yeah, you got to stick it out. And then when you notice things are happening, then you're like, oh, let me unmute this. Go to camera two. <laughs> you just have to always have it on. I mean, it's so easy to go on Twitter after the fact and watch it. Like, I can't like. True. You just you're not getting the full context. But I guess there are plenty of people here who don't watch Big Brother. Big so. Brother tangent over. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so back to Nate, Nate and, and Stasha, they're sitting down, you know, this is his frustration is that like his actions aren't proving anything to her either. And she was like, well, he, and he brings up, he's like, during the conversation, you're saying all these things like it's present. She's like, I said, uh, well, he, she said, she, she said feel and not felt, or did yeah, he I, say that? I think that, I think his issue was he felt that she was talking about how she felt presently when she right. did all those emotions. Mm-hmm. But she's saying like, no, I, I was saying how I had felt earlier, like before, right. like because I, we were in front of a therapist. So I wanted to make sure she got the full picture right. of how we were doing, you know, not just right now in the moment, but earlier in the week, I guess is what she's saying. 
Right. So he was saying, say you were saying feel, not felt. And that felt very present tense to me. And he's like, I just feel like you don't believe me. He's like, this is not going to work out if you don't believe in me. And she's like, and like we had just said, like the, the actions that you say you can do, move in, therapy, those are future things. So I'm looking for the day to day, the communicate. It's like it's communication. He's like, you're just not patient enough for me to get deep. Which is true. <laughs> yeah, that, that is very true. Yeah. She's like, we talk about it today and then tomorrow we're gonna have a conversation. You're not going to get any deeper. <laughs> She's like, be patient. It's, it happens with time and progression. It's not going to be instant. Uh, and so he's like, well, you got emotion now. You happy? And she's like, well, no, because this is like an attack. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, well, and then he walks up and, and, and leaves. He, yeah, he leave, says, like, I don't think it's me anymore. Oh, I think yeah. it's a you thing. And that was our poll we put in the Facebook group. There were a lot of different guesses. A lot of people, Morgan, some people did guess Nate. Yeah, I think, you know, he was he was all good in my book up until that moment. Like, <sighs> you want emotion? Now you got it. You're happy. Like, okay, <laughs> sir. Him and it. Morgan are going after Emmys. Daytime, so oh, are they daytime Emmys? <laughs> yeah, they've seen too many soap operas. They've yeah. seen too many movies. Like, that's the like type of thing. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I feel like at the end of the day, I'm more team Nate than I'm team Stasha in this instance. Do you think there's a world where he's frustrated that his techniques aren't working? Where he's saying so much like, you're not believing me. I really need you to believe me mm-hmm. that I that I really like you because he is, you know, not being authentic. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It could be. And it could also just be like, this is what he's always done in the past. Like, this is how he's always been in relationships. He's never been challenged in this way. So he's just like, wait, wh- why are you questioning the things that I'm doing? Or like, why are you questioning how I am? It's always been fine. But I'm like, Nate, you were in a two year relationship. Y'all were never in love. So right. maybe that's why y'all never got deep. Or like, you know, maybe his ex also never got deep. So that's why they could never grow deeper. (laughs) So maybe Sasha is just the woman he needs to push him in that way to get deeper. But she has to do it in an appropriate way. Yeah, I mean, it also kind of seems like he's pushing the vulnerability stuff onto the future. Mm -hmm. Saying, well, in order for me to be vulnerable, I have to go to therapy. Like, and I'll go to therapy at some point in the future. And that'll take time. Like, I'm going to yeah. have to go. And then, uh, you know, we might be past the eight weeks. <laughs> yeah. You may Just not. believe me whenever, whatever I tell you. Just believe right. me. Um, but I also think we've seen this time and time again, that when I love you is your biggest issue, you don't have any mu- many other issues, right? Yeah, but she's really making it an issue. Like, she is like, True, but she's I- hardcore on it. But what kind of what kind of I guess changes my tune from at the end of the episode is how she is on after party. She oh, totally yeah. sees how she was in the wrong. Yes. She's like, I was pushing him. It was like looking back on that is not like I was being very unfair. Yes, she did take full accountability <laughs> for what she, she was doing in that episode, which is a good, good sign yeah. for me that they're still together. Um, you know, as, as much as I saw a sign from Justin that they weren't together, I saw signs from Sasha <laughs> that they were still together. Um, so, and then yeah. she pulled a, a, a Katina and called him on her phone. <laughs> right? No, yeah, not really. No, she didn't do that, but yeah, I, I'm I'm sure she's like not far away from that. Hopefully, they learned their lesson last time, but not yeah, spoiling us so, like that. That was awful. 
Yeah. Um, they spoiled them in more ways than one. Yeah. Like the neck tattoo and yes. everything. Oh my gosh, that was so messy. <laughs> yeah. So on a scale of one to five, where would you rate them? I mean, they hit a bump in the road, but I'm not really deterred. I'm going to keep them at the four that, that I've had them at. Because I think she, I think by the end of the episode, she realized where she messed up. Mm-hmm. Like, even not in present day where she's on After Party, like in the episode, she's like, oh, I, I think I pushed this too far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let, me, uh, let me back off a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I th- I th- I'm still going to keep them at a four. Me too. I think this is this is nothing more than a bump in the road. I don't think it's relationship ending. I think that they have gotten a good foundation where they know why they were matched. They like each other. I think they just have to navigate. How do we grow in our relationship? And that's when it would be helpful to have some experts just talk to talk to them. Well, listen, I feel like I haven't looked at it like in my notes or anything, but I feel like we're getting decent expert uh help this is the second time we got an expert come in in the season halfway through that's true i mean do you want an expert <laughs> do you want an expert every episode i i don't think that's out of I, line i i want every other i mean that's, that's, almost, what we've gotten. that's almost what we've gotten i think right because we you had said two yeah but i mean we had pastor cal like two episodes ago we have pia this episode they're not going to keep it up that's I mean, true. we may get Devon maybe in a few weeks, but yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be like upset if they had an, uh, an expert every episode. I yeah, like they don't have to get super deep. Like, I mean, this one, a group thing was Just better than it. yeah, exactly. Like four, we have four experts now. Like, mm-hmm. we can we can have uh, an expert every episode. It's not a not yeah. A bad thing. And then even if it's like, let me meet with all the ladies. Let me meet with all the men. So that type of thing. Um, since they're so involved in each other's relationships anyway. Um, But that was our episode. It was a good one. Really, like, really good episode. Really, like, I don't know, game-changing, I feel like, for a lot of uh, couples, even though our ratings didn't move that that much. Yeah. But it just felt like a lot of things happened here. A lot of uh, issues brought to the the forefront. Yeah, for sure. And I... I, because this one was so good, I don't have high hopes for next week, but hey, maybe a banger as well. Well, listen, I'm excited to see what's going on with Morgan and Ben, if she is overreacting or if she is righteous in her uh, indignation and her yeah. fury. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that'll be interesting. Uh, Asia, we didn't tell them our 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 best news, our our evolution of our podcast partnership. Uh, yeah relationship we are co-owners of a fantasy football team in the uh rhap with the rhap podcasters uh we are called a perfect matchup that is our team name great name solid name listen if we get enough interest in the facebook group i'll post our our lineup if we have enough fans that (laughs) want to see it that want to comment on it i'll show you know, Asia's new to it, so I yes, this is my first season ever doing fantasy. I love football. I grew up just it, madly in love with the Dallas Cowboys. I still am, but there was a point. I'd say high school. I started watching other teams finally, <laughs> and uh, yeah, football is fun. And I've I've always watched, um, you know, the sport, whether you know it was just the Cowboys or beyond. Now. So I was like, you know what? Let me dip my toe into the fantasy uh, 
fantasy world of fantasy football. And uh, so I have more vested interest to watch other games. Yeah, I mean, I, I took most of the range in the draft. Asia did uh, give me some some people to pick oh, people that she knew. Uh, she was <laughs> dropping names the whole draft. Oh, I know that person. Oh, I know Justin Tucker. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I mean, I can't help it that a lot of them. So, you know, some went to my high school, some went to college, some, you know, I've had class. Well, now that's NBA, but people I know of. (laughs) I know ballers, too. Not just football players. I know NBA people as well. So many names to track of. So many sports. Just had to make sure you had some context to the people we were picking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was doing my part. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if y'all are if y'all are interested, if any one person is is interested in seeing our lineup, let us know in the Facebook group. Yeah, but, we'll, we'll pop it up there for y'all. Yeah, but as a reminder, that password is don't call uh, me. Don't call me inauthentic. Yeah, I almost <laughs> forgot. Yeah, don't call yes. me inauthentic. But thank y'all so much for sticking with us. This is a great episode. Hopefully you enjoyed it. If you're not a part of the Facebook group, go join it. Um, if you are part of this Facebook group, let us know what you thought. Um, and then until next week, we will see y'all then. Bye. If I told you I found you a perfect match. Chosen by science, but you had to marry them right this second. You would tell me, well, that sounds pretty whack. And I would add you having weeks to know if you really love them. You just got married. Jason and Asia gonna tell you wrong from right Are all these couples just disasters waiting to happen? Imagine if one of them could be a perfect match Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. 
Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.